0: Love talk radio Royalty Royalty How was it a chosen people? Bible in my hand word is somehow. Pain before my eyes Broken people Wanting to believe in something Looking for a lie Trying to find the truth But we give them doubt, Saying we do something we don't Hurting people saying we do things that we want Wolf and she's closing with a cross in his chest Taking people money promising to be blessed Power to the chosen people who at one point wasn't viewed as an equal His own children, people Royal priesthood yeah. Yeah, That you've been called out of the darkness Into the modern sun Do you know who you are? Royal Royalty Once we weren't the people Now we are the people Do you know who Let them call you those things if you knew you were a queen. And my brother, would you be out there risking your life for green paper if you knew you had it all already? If you knew you were a king? Well, the best I can offer is to tell you the truth. Mercy changed everything for me and you, but they don't really care that we'll be doing First Peter two and six a pleasure for sure. So power to the chosen people, who at one point wasn't you as an equal His own chosen people, a royal priesthood Hey, said that you were called out. I'm called out into the modern times. Chosen people, royal priesthood.
1: Yeah. Royal priesthood.
2: to be John Clark. I will be contributing to the show. And folks, I just want to thank you again for your time. I can't thank you enough especially those who have been following us since 2011, and especially my biological family in 13 states, the Douglas Kennedy line. Folks, tonight again, the topic is, as Kenaji Jews and pastors respond to global claims of blacks as Israelites. Going to get right into it, so we get the moderator on as soon as possible. Listen, folks. I've been hitting this so hard I don't know what to do, but I know that there's always new listeners, so I've got to say it again. Folks, listen, this is vital. This information that's going to be shared tonight is vital on this Five Smooth Stone Network, okay? It's vital. It's very important. It has everything to do with your salvation, everything to do with your walk with the Father, everything with to do, African-Americans, with how you see yourself, everything to do with how others see you, this topic tonight, more importantly, on this Five Smooth Stone Network, is something the Father is saying. It's something the Father is doing. We may not always do it in style and class. We may not always do it accurately. We may not always have the right heart. We may not always say it right. We may not always be sensitive to various uh, belief systems out there. Just be be patient with us tonight. There is such things as growing pains, and we are not, um, yes, we can have growing pains. I mean, um, yes, growing pains, I said it right. In other words, as we grow and mature as a new nation, old nation, yet new nation, We're not going to always say things the proper way, but the heart of the matter tonight uh, from Brother Seth, and I believe everybody's going to be on tonight, is we're just trying to wake up our people first and wake up all nations, for sure. We're not trying to just ignore anybody tonight. What the Father is doing on the planet is the planet's business. It's not just the Israelites' business. This is not just a black thing. This is not just a Jew thing. There is something powerful, important for the Gentiles tonight. Some African Americans don't buy into what we're talking about, what we're sharing tonight. I understand even if you see yourself as a Gentile, there are some powerful things you need to know about Israel, even if we're not the Jews. Israel, Israelites, the Jews, literally is a type of time clock. As they return back home, that remnant, not all of them, all of them are called, but only that remnant is going to return, they will literally cause a lot of things to happen with regards to eschatology, with regards to the end times, with regards to prophecies. It's vital, vital, vital people. We know who the Jews are. And if you're leading African Americans, and they're going through all these various things that we have went through, and I know these curses are soon to be lifted up off us as a nation. Individually, if we follow the Father and obey His Holy Spirit, no curses. We're not cursed individually. I don't believe that. i never taught that. Never taught that. If you obey the Father and obey His Ruach or His Spirit and you, you, you take up your cross, as, as the Scriptures talk about it daily, folks, there's no bless, there's no curses going to come near you. going to be in your house, I, I mean to say. And if you're not, if you're a believer and you're disobedient, okay, you'll be experiencing some of those curses because it's definitely upon the nation of Israel more so than individually. Individually, the Father sent the Messiah to make it better. He said, I come that you may have life more abundantly. So we don't believe in no curses on no obedient, obedient, spiritual servant of the Most High. We don't believe that. I don't believe that. I think you're mourning for your nation. You're born for your cousins and aunts and co-workers and, and even some of your enemies. But nothing shall come near die to you if you're obedient. So we're encouraging obedience tonight. I'm going to play my little, little theme song again because I want everybody to know what this five slow songs network is really all about. Folks, we're very, very serious tonight. As we present this rabbi... Uh, tonight and he begins to share and he's rebuttal by Israelites just know that's the spirit of us now these people that's debating him might have a bad spirit they may be arrogant just listen to the information that's going to be shared tonight listen to the truth ministers your ministers don't always share a thing in the right spirit neither do you okay let's be realistic let's be let's be mature thanks tonight let's listen to the heart of the matter let's listen to the heart of the What is being done, not so much people's head. Our people are angry because they have found out they've been duped. They found out that there's been a theft of birthright, they have found out they've been robbed. You got another people living in your land, another people wearing your identity, another people aren't getting your respect. Oftentimes, these rabbis, Israelites, these so-called Jews—I meant to say those those over in Israel that say they're jews didn't they mean to say Israelite, but Jews—they call themselves Jews. But these Jews, rabbis, and these scholars supposedly in Israel make good money. They're not poor for the most part because the world supports them, thinking they are who they say they are, when, in fact, the scriptures talks about Revelation 2 and 9 and 3 and 9 and all over the Bible, how the Father is going to bring a nation from the north to Israel as a punishment. That's who they are. All love and disrespect, you know, this is the love channel. We ain't hating tonight. So I just want everybody to understand the importance of what's going to be done tonight. Please, please know that i going to bring this moderator on. Our moderator on, the, the one and only, Brother John Clark, here shortly. Uh, Pastor Chris is going to be in the house tonight. Ella Shule is going to be joining us, from my understanding, and, and a host of other people uh, already on the following lines in the chat room. If you're in the chat room, I'm going to be in the chat room because I'm not doing what I normally do. So we'll be able to get your word out. So don't think, because you're in the chat room, we can't get your message out. Just for question mark before and after your question or comments that you want shared. Folks, listen. I want to. I want to tell everybody something. I want everybody to know this really quick. If I bring on the moderator, I love every single one of you as I say all the time, and there is really nothing you can do about it. I really mean that. Not just saying that, but folks, this message tonight it is so vital. You know who the true Jews are because if the Israelites are African-Americans and other people scattered up four corners, and they don't know who they are. They're going through so much pain, and, and this actually pushes people away from the Most High, away from the blessings, away from the from, from the righteous that assemble uh, on the Shabbat and some even Sundays. I ain't hating no, on no Sunday worship, because it's not so much a day as it is a spirit behind what you're doing. It's so a spirit, a spirit, a spirit, a spirit. Hopefully we drive home that t- tonight t- as well. But if people gather on the Sabbath or whatever, uh, 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 I, there are some people that's not a part because they are looking at the state of African-Americans and they think, uh, you know, we need money. We in a money, uh, uh, you know, famine. We're, we're poor. We're not knowing that we're 1.2 trillion, 1.2 trillion, uh $1.2 1.2 trillion buying nation. And uh, all we need, to, we need is a, a new identity. And, folks, we're good. We can... We can uh, That tool called money can work for us, but not until we know who we are. Otherwise, we'll just make those that rule over us worse off. Uh, I mean, um, make them more powerful and and, and cause our, our situation to get worse. So tonight... Very important show tonight. Very important people tonight that I really respect, and I think they're gonna—they have the right heart. We're just trying to uplift our people. We're trying to love on everybody, really, but our nation first because we need it the most. And the Father, in the years, you know, Christ said when He walked there, the issue said very clearly: make sure that the gospel is preached to the poor. We're just trying to look out for the poor, look out for the, the rejected, look out for those who've been lied to, used, uh, uh, exploited. That's what the show is all about. And we're just saying to the rich are those that well-to-do are well-to-do, those that are not in that situation. So consider what we're saying. And consider preaching it and spreading it. Spreading it. Spreading it. Don't just sit back and just say, oh, that's powerful. Oh, oh, wow, wow, wow. No, come on, folks. Spread what you're hearing. Spread what you're hearing. Spread what you're hearing. Spread it. If you believe it, spread it. Tell it. Challenge your pastors. That's why I say, Israelites, don't you listen? For you thinking of some black black thing, and you just hating on white people. y'all gloomy, cuckoo. Don't forget the Indians from India looking on, they're being strong. Don't forget the Chinese looking on, they're being strong. If they see you hating, how are you going to want to support you? Not that we're doing anything for anybody to support us. We're supposed to be walking in love with whether or not they support you or not. If they hate us, we're supposed to love them. We're supposed to be reaching out to the world. We're the arm. We're, we're the evangelistic arm of the Most High. Yah. Hallelujah. Well, it's that time to bring on Brother Clark. And i uh, got a perfect song here. Check this out.
3: That's
2: it from me one time. It's about as true as you don't get. We, we are the people that can do it. Okay, area code, let's go straight to the phone lines and grab our moderator. All the way in Fort Worth, Texas, the one and only John Clark. Area code 972805, John, Brother Yosef, a.k.a. Brother John, or brother John, a.k.a. Brother Yosef. You're on the line, brother. How you doing?
4: What's good, Brother Seth? What's good? Five Smooth Stones Network. Good to be
5: back.
2: Well, good to have you back, brother. Good to have you back, and the mic is yours. And so, just um, I got some serious clips to come your way whenever you're ready. Uh, probably should bring on brother, the pastor uh, for sure, Pastor Chris. Whenever you let me know, whenever to bring him on.
4: Have we heard from um, <clears throat> what's our the pastor's name up in uh, in New? Was it New York or Pennsylvania?
2: Yes, Buffalo. Buffalo. I and mean, I'm here from uh, Pastor, uh, Brother uh, Stephen uh, Foreman. So we just got to move on with him, Brother. I mean, you know, I've reached out to him. He can always reach out to us. It's not like it's a one-way street. So I take it either... Uh, I don't know what to say. You know, the I mean? enemy start working your head. It, you know, I don't know. I just know that he's more than welcome. He's listening, and I hope he let us know something. You got to reach out. It's got to be a two-way street. I can't keep sending emails and texts and so forth. So we just, I appreciate him coming on. He have the 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 the, the boldness of a the lion. Don't know why he just kind of fizzle out, but just that's what we used to be honest, everybody. So, so John, just do what you want to do. Uh, should I bring on Pastor Chris, or what do you think?
4: Oh, absolutely. Let's go ahead and get Pastor Chris on. Actually, to
2: be very uh, honest, there is a there is mm-hmm. a I'm sorry to cut you off, but there is a area code nine oh three, and that is Buffalo. So, Brother Foreman could be very well on the line. But in fact, if you don't want you want to join, us, not a pop plus Press one, brother, or Jermaine. If I don't know who's up in Buffalo, but I do see a Buffalo number in the house along with other area codes all over our nation. So. Uh remember, this, if you want to ask a question, press 1, and we can bring you on, and I'll let John determine how long you get to speak. But we do have Pastor Chris uh, in the house, brother.
4: Yeah, well, let's just see if Pastor Foreman is on. Um, is, oh, that's right.
2: We yeah, can't bring press him on. One. You have I asked him to press 1. one. No one press 1 at not agree. Okay. I, mean, I don't want to embarrass him or nothing like that. He may not want to. He may just want to listen for a little true, bit. But
4: true, true,
1: again, true, true.
2: Again, you're more than welcome to come on, uh, Pastor Foreman R. Jermaine. You guys, this all started with you guys, or uh, a portion of anyway. So, let's do this. Um, you want to go to Pastor Chris, who's waiting uh, patiently at 682552?
4: Yeah, let's go ahead and bring on Pastor Chris. Okay.
2: okay. Alright, Eric six eighty two five five two, uh Pastor Alcy Chris from Alathea Temple. Uh welcome to the show, brother.
6: Welcome to the show. Hello, John, hello Seth, hello Five Five Smooth Stones listening on hey, right. hey,
2: hey. how
4: y'all doing this evening. How's it going, Pastor Chris?
6: Hey, that's doing alright. How y'all doing?
4: Everything good. great, bro.
6: brother. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear y'all too.
4: Hey, Pastor Chris, we were were posted up at McDonald's the other night, me, uh, Brother Seth, uh, Apostle Malachi, and Brother L. It was like it reminded me of our uh, Friday night studies. I was like, like, we just need Pastor Chris and the videotape, and we good to go, ready to get it in. I hear you. Well, next time y'all go, let
6: me know. Let me know.
4: No doubt. No doubt.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Can can I so mention that be, something
6: that happened oh, today? You know, in, in the Dallas Metroplex, uh, did you see um, on the news where they had uh, several churches in South Dallas that somebody painted graffiti on?
4: No, so, I didn't hear about that.
6: Yeah, somebody and and uh, they don't they're not sure who it was. It wasn't anything racial, but they they uh, painted on about four or five churches "liars" or "lies." Wow. On churches. Wow. Yeah, it was, was it, was the churches the, it was in on general or was it
4: black churches?
6: The black churches, I'm sorry. Yeah, black oh, churches. Oh, okay.
4: Wow. Our people
2: are, don't you
6: know.
4: do
2: I'm...
6: I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir.
2: I was just saying, I, that's, that's something because our people normally don't do that. That's normally not something we do to churches, but go ahead.
6: Right, and and they they you know they haven't released all the information, but uh, one of the pastors was on the radio station today, and said it looks like a brother who had on a hoodie and dreadlocks.
2: Wow. Well, definitely, uh, if I may say this on it, I don't need to say it, but just for those listening on and the Christians or whatever, that's definitely not something we uh, uh, promote. But I will say this, our young people are tired, and they're learning, and they are not dumb. It's, uh, some of us think they want to know truth, they realize the Father is real, and they want to know what is he saying. They don't like what the churches is saying today. Not all of them. I don't, and, I, and I just I thought to finish real quick, if, you don't, if you'll allow me, uh, Brother uh, Moderator here. Folks, I love the church pastor chris is a pastor we also have a uh, brother malachi who's a pastor several pastors on the line. of the eliana comes on sometimes and ministers and so forth i love the church and i still think they're the most powerful institution even in their weakness they're powerful even in their folly, they're powerful they can be wickedly powerful but they're powerful just whatever the church wants they get think about it the army is full of people in the church the Navy, that's driving up stealth bombers, those people are church attendants. If the church keeps the right thing, they're going to influence those pilots. They, 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 you, there's nothing on the face of the earth close to the church. Corporations might give it a—corporation would be the number two, corporations. But people in these corporations attend church. They're not two separate entities. These are people who think they're doing what the fathers will. And Catholicism is huge. So we just got to get the truth, the true church, to emerge out of the church. But I just want to say that. So, yes, I'm upset with a lot of these pastors, too. I'm upset they don't come on the show. I'm upset they don't want to talk about this. I'm upset because when I was coming to children, they didn't let me know. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset, I'm upset, I'm upset just like a lot of y'all are. But make no qualms about it. You talk about showing up power. Showing the power. The royal government is more powerful than the church, I think, right now, because the church is sleepy. But when it wakes up, oh, my goodness, it's over.
4: If I may accept, I think it's important that you draw a distinction between the wheat and the tares, because when you say church, everyone is just going to obviously assume that you're talking about all those people in all of those buildings. And simply put, that's not the church. That's the church as well, we've come to understand it.
2: Well, thank you. And thank you. And I'll do it really quickly and, 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 and recommend. There are people in every one of those false churches. and I was just talking to some guys out the other day out on the, out on the street, talking to some rough-looking cats that may not ever go to church. They look like the kind, and, and I love them. and respect them because they're brilliant in other areas. But they were looking at me like I'm crazy when I said, y'all allowing these pastors to keep y'all out of church. Over, they preach twenty minutes out of the whole time you are together. The church is our village. We allow these these thieves to come in. Pastors, some of some with, with these visions of banishment, as the scripture talk about in vain dreams and so forth, that's causing some of them, not all of them, some of them. And we're walking away from relationships that we need. We're walking away from mothers and old elders that can speak into our lives. Because we don't know all the time. We need our elders. We're walking away from the church building and have all of this rich, true rich, richness. Young people looking up to us that's missing us because we don't want to go to church. no don't want to go to the pastor. All we want is money, money, money. Yeah, but that little young girl kind of was looking at you thinking about one day I'll marry a guy like that. And you gone now. Little boy saying, one day I'll be built like them. Look at him. He's praising God. Then it's okay to praise God. We forget about that You're looking at some one man. One man that went shipwrecking and doing something wrong. So we throw the whole church out. I'm not with them people. I'm not with these Israelites out here cursing the churches and so forth. So I'm glad you said that, Brother John, because I'm I'm making the distinction for real. In every building there's somebody real. Doesn't mean you need to go there. No, you probably, it's probably a dead church. You need to go. But I'm not about to throw all the saints out, all the churches, all the ministers. I know this. The Father has people in dead churches and he has people in live churches. And I love them all. And I'm just saying, we got to listen, look at what the pastor is doing. If you don't like what he's doing, leave. But just know, don't, let the Father lead you because we need the relationships that is bonded out of the church. And, and a lot of these pastors, they are teaching some things. They are saying you got to have a good marriage. They are saying you can't be still and you can't live a life of crime. They are having a good alcohol. They They do have milk. They don't have meat. A lot of them, a lot of them don't have meat. But they do have milk. I'm not going to disrespect milk. Milk is the better. I'm not going to throw these churches on the bus because they don't have meat, because they be like, don't have to be Hebrew. Some of these Hebrews are like going out of character. I know. Why I know do you y'all because said... i can talk about this. Last thing I'll say, quickly, in 30 seconds, 15 seconds, really quickly, I was one of them. I know. I, I know what it's like to be half fed but you love the father. So I'm not about to throw my brothers and sisters in Christ under the bus because they're not chewing on me because a lot of these Israelites, if I wouldn't throw people away because of character, I am not fellowship with no Israelites hardly. Because a lot of them have all kinds of going on. These young people man, please. Have them smoke weed all the time. Have them have sensor vision. I'm not gonna going we, through, sir? go with weed
4: I said what's wrong with I'm weed. I'm
2: not talking about smoking weed in terms of like, that's why I'm trying to I'm trying to talk fast because you know you want the mic back. I didn't Seth, mean you smoking weed in I'm saying this the Bible talks
4: about and speak your mind. What's wrong with weed?
1: If you don't have control of your faculties,
2: the Bible condemns that. Say it again. If you don't have control of your falconies, be a drunkenness, while drinking is not a saying drunkenness is, so is it with weed being high, doing all kinds of things, because you're high, you're not controlling your factor, but in terms of just weed, if you're not high, I can't say that it's wrong, but all I'm saying is this, too many of our people are addicted to it. Anything you're addicted but, but to Cass, is not good.
4: You are You are ostracizing people who aren't by making a statement like that. All the, the, the only point that I'm trying to make in this particular segment is that people have a right to be mad at the church in spite of the fact that there is some uh, as you stated milk some foundational teaching when you have these persons who are the ones who are in place to give instruction and they have the knowledge and they do not give it that right there is a travesty when you have that and so Brother L makes When he it, The the parable speaks for itself It's one of L's favorites I like it too The wheat and the tares When they're both growing When they are both seedlings And they're both coming up You can't tell one from the other You can't tell They look just alike That's the reason why The uh, the workers came And said This Lord, didn't you sow good seed into the ground? He's like, yeah. My enemy came and sowed tares amongst the wheat. And they asked, should we pull them up? And he said, no, don't pull them up because if you pull up the tares, you're going to uproot the wheat with the tares. Wait until harvest time and then uproot, uproot those tares. My point, my only point that I'm making, Brother Seth, is that there are people who will teach about prosperity as we well know it. They'll preach about faith. Kenneth Copeland, 30 years, I've been listening to him talking about faith. They'll talk about these various, uh, the gifts of the spirit. Those things are important, but you don't tell us the stuff that's also important because once we know that, we may not come to your church, and now we're hitting you in your pockets, and so you don't give us the truth. That's my. That was the reason why I brought it up in the first place. The weed thing, <laughs> I just don't have an issue with people who smoke it, and I don't understand why church people do. It's like, they to their Lord will they stand or fall.
2: I guess what I'm saying, and, uh just so we can move on, because I don't want to hold up everybody. But in a nutshell, is this: all of the religions of the world, Egyptology, they don't get it like the church get it. I don't know hear anybody saying these are go out you. I get. You need to get up out of these. You know, they, you never ever hear that. You never hear people really slamming Islam that much. Islam gets slammed the second behind Christianity, but not as much as as Christianity or, or church. You never hear nobody talk about Hinduism and the fallacies. The hypocrisy is
4: different,
2: All hypocrisy. You got different. people that that are supposed to be, um, uh, 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 in Hindu leaders corrupted. Just ask any person from that area, in India, Pakistan, I'm going to talk to them. There's hypocrisy areas mm-hmm. where people take money. In the Hindu circles, in the Hindu beliefs, that's a billion people right there. A billion right. people. Uh, Egyptology, leading our people straight, got all types of stuff going on. Uh, bedside Baptist folks that don't go nowhere, and they think because they don't go nowhere and they come and get the church, that makes them right. All I'm trying to say is this, I'm a product of the church. I've seen hypocrisy, so nobody, please come behind me. And act like I'm trying to justify these people. These people are going to be judged by the Most High. The scriptures talks about how these pastors are greedy dogs. So don't come behind, and act like I'm trying to justify them or in any way. I'm saying they're going to meet their maker. And they're going to be judged. But to throw the church, yes, it's poison by white supremacy. Yes, it's poison by this. Humanity is poison. Wherever there's a teacher or Cohan, or whatever, they're, they're poisoned by whatever they're poisoned by. But we've got to remember that wherever there is a fake, there is a fountain. Just like I was just saying, wherever there is a tear, there is a wheat. I'm not about to throw out the bait in the bad water I respect pastors that's out there trying their best to educate, like Pastor Chris, Pastor Malachi, and the like. I respect them. I respect what they're trying to do. And even crooked pastors, a lot of times, like the guy with the gay issue, the gay, the, the one that was called with an affair in, in Atlanta, people so moved by his uh, homosexual uh, lover, they forget what, uh, uh, what what that man did in that, in that neighborhood economically. Yes, he was whatever. We got you. We got you. But my goodness, what do you have in your closet? My thing is, let's all do what's in our closet, and let's be how we deal with these fake, uh, fake some of them are fake some of them are real but deceived and greedy and let's remember there's saints, precious saints there's John Clarks in those churches there's Brother Seth in those churches there's L.C. Christens in those churches there's there's Shoes in those churches let's remember them in there if we speak against the church what if they decide I'm not going to go nowhere if they am going to stay home then you just messed up because you, now you don't have that village these village right now in the African American community even in His weakness
4: the church That's all uh, Seth, It's not the same as it was I can assure you it's that. It's not true, I re- I remember when I remember when Growing up and you Knew all these various persons In the church and as I've explained it To people before I went to A very large Baptist church in Lexington Kentucky For two years and did not know the name of the people. And everybody knows how it is at a church. You normally sit in the same place, especially those older saints. It's, it's They're distant now. It's not the same. And as a matter of fact, I, no, I would go one better. I'm not saying it's the same,
2: John. I'm not, I never said that for time's sake. let didn't I'm not say saying that you said We're the but, same. But we're you, much weaker than we were in the 50s. They let out.
4: What I'm saying is that for me, I got way more by reading by myself outside of the church than being in the church. That's just John Clark. But, you know, to each his own. So we move on. Unless you have something you want to throw in there.
2: Oh no, no, no. Pastor Chris, you want to add something? We've got a hand that went up and I want to bring on whoever this is remember, folks, we got some clips. We got four clips about ten minutes each. I don't know if if the Mario wanna use them all, but we're gonna just go ahead. I'm gonna skip the one uh, clip, unless the we want to go to it. But past, I mean, uh, Rabbi Harry uh, Rosenberg is talking about the Ten Lost Tribes, the Ten Tribes scattered, and uh, it's pretty good. But I really love to. I want y'all to hear this debate between him and, uh, uh, Brother Ron Dalton of Hebrews, the Negroes movie, that that, that, that author. I want y'all to hear this debate. It, it, it's really something. You'll get to see just how informative these Hebrew Israelites can be. Although I don't like his spirit, it's, it's his heart, how he disrespects, uh, this rabbi or, or disrespects someone equal in his equal. I just, you know, so just know that there's four of those and, um, uh, and uh, Pastor Chris may want to say something, and we got a hand that's up.
1: Hey, Seth.
6: Yes, go ahead, Pastor Chris. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, I, I kind of agree. I think uh, our young people, you know, they have access to information. And, I mean, in, in my life, you know, the same thing happened to me. I went and asked the pastor a question. That I didn't get a satisfactory answer, and it actually started me. I stayed away from church for seven years. Behind that, I kept, I kept studying, but it was like, you know, if you wow. if you don't know this, then why should I have to? Why should I sit under you? Wow. So I think that's some um, that's kind of coming around where younger people they're studying for themselves, and you know, a uh, a uh, uh, a pastor who's been trained in Western Christian theology. Can't really deal with their questions,
1: right?
2: Let me ask you a question. And that's question unfortunate,
6: on that. <laughs> but I think I think that's, that might be a part of it.
2: Let me ask you a quick question. Do you think that was a wise thing you did, looking back?
6: Yes, because in a way, you know, it made me study. You know, like I wasn't in church, but I, it made me study more. It, it you know Man, it allowed I mean, me an opportunity I, to study. I, I mean, these Some people, I mean, people are, are saying
2: I'm
3: about studying.
6: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Seth. I'm
2: sorry. No, I, I don't mean the fact that you study. You should have been studying all along. I'm saying when you just kind of threw him on the bus like, I don't want you to leave me no more. I'm saying these kind of folks that find out, they pass it on acknowledge the usual. But yet they have uh, uh, all kind of issues that they have. They're not good with money. They're not good with women. They're they're, they're in the streets. They, some of them are stripping. Some of them are on the, on the corners. But they know all this stuff about the Israelites. So I'm saying, even though the pastor may not know that about the Israelites, you still need some of the other things he do know.
6: Right. But, but see, Seth, I didn't even ask him about the Israelites. I'll tell you what I asked him. I asked him, uh, where did the Queen of Sheba come from and what was her ethnicity? That's the question mm. I asked, and I never got an answer. And I mean, I how, mean,
4: how how were you when when you started ruffling feathers, Pastor Chris? <laughs> I, I think I was in I
6: think I was in my mid twenties.
4: Wow, that's that's something. My, but you
6: know, but, I mean, and, and it was like you know, I'm not going to name the church. You know, it's a big church in Dallas. But I asked the associate pastor that question, and he was lost. And and I made the decision where well, if you don't even know that. Then it's a whole lot of stuff you don't know, and I'm not gonna waste my time listening to you guys because I can study on my own. In other words, I felt that I was kind of had some information that I thought they should have known, but they didn't.
2: Okay, now to hear that part. Now, if it's a lot of things you keep going to your pastor and he don't know, it may be time to move. But I'm just saying, folks, there's so much more to to this walk other than knowing your Israelite. Remember, Israel knew. They was Israel, and they got us in the situation we're in right now. We've got to obey the Father. we got to eat right. we got to treat our wives right. we got to treat our bodies right. we got to treat our, this stranger among us. Look at all this hatred going on. Are we going to go back again into slavery or something? That's what Brother Seth is saying. But no, pastors that's not teaching, I have been letting them have it for 25 years on this network. But at the same time, I say this, I love them. I respect him. My coworker told me, brother said, if you'd have told that bishop you had out one more time I love you, I was gonna tell you after you came to work. Pastor <laughs> Bishop said, I respect you. I love you. You come on, brother, this is a good I I'm trying, man. But I really you am know, just as pissed off as y'all are. We gotta hand up. Should we go to the moderator and let me know what to
4: do? We can go to 'em not but now before I say, man, you have to stop loving somebody. <laughs> <laughs> You're the lovingest brother I know. he' just walking down the street skipping around. <laughs> I just said, I don't love no more than you
2: love him, Pastor Chris. I've right. learned, because right. we've got a bunch of Christians They got to hear it every five minutes, and they think we're preaching the hate over here. So that's why I say it so often, just using the rhythm. Okay, here comes the phone line. Air code. Uh oh, I know the phone number. Erica 678.
4: One moment, nine, one moment, five, one moment. Nine. Brother Seth, let's quickly go through some house. Some house cleaning, real quick. For those okay, who are I'll listening, in, and, and
2: whoever that is, your line is very loud. So, 67855, five, I think it's the Brother LSU. Brother LSU, you got a lot of noise in your line, just so you know, but go ahead.
4: Yeah, just for all the people who uh, are unaware of the new call in format, we're doing this so that we can keep better reins on the show by keeping better reins on the way that we approach the call in line. So, when you call in, we're going to want to know your name and where you're calling from. We're going to want to know whether you have a question or a comment. We're going to want to know what is the intention of that given question or comment. And then lastly, how much time you need to accomplish that question or comment. And then we'll figure out what type of time to extend. Once you ask that question or give that comment, we will place the line on mute so that persons on the line can respond. Um, and so, yeah, that's our protocol. And if for any reason you're unable to follow that, we'll give you a heads up. Uh, anything beyond that, we likely will just uh, mute the call.
2: And we do have a three-minute time and a five-minute time and in moderator, Let me know which one to use. Okay, Eric Cole, um, we're coming to you. Three, seven, eight, five, five, nine. Again, again, that line is loud. Did y'all hear that when I brought him on? Did y'all yeah. hear that? That the line is loud. Go ahead, buddy. Maybe be driving. Brother Sure. Yes. Go ahead
7: with your comment. Welcome to the show. All right, uh, brother the show. Yes, sir. Hey, how y'all doing this evening?
4: What's good, Brother L? Hey,
7: I'm doing well. Um, now, Seth, what did you want me to do again?
4: Is this okay, your first all time all doing all this, all man?
7: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's come all back, all all back to you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
3: Time time
2: out. I think I know he's asking uh, everybody it's something is something we have to do so let's do this let's get our first clip uh and well let me just go ahead let me did you hear what happened on the show before we talk about the other thing did you did you have any comments on what you've heard so far quickly oh
7: uh, oh oh in regards to what I'm here I don't understand the, the noise that's coming from my line I put my volume down because I'm in a room that there's nobody in this house but me, it's completely quiet. And there's nothing on in this house other than the, you know, refrigerator running. It's like a vacuum. It's just in line, but go ahead. But anyway, um, well, I think that we'll do a three minute the time. point that John was trying to make in regard to uh, making a distinction between the wheat and tares is not something that we should take lightly. As a matter of fact, if you don't understand that and you're observing what's taking place within Christendom and what's taking place, uh, what we perceive to be the church, you're going to be confused because you're going to be hard-pressed to understand what's going on. And in every way, yes, sir?
4: I apologize. Let me just quickly, obviously, you're making a a comment. Uh, How much time do you need to complete your thought?
7: Well, I thought I was on as a co-host.
4: Well, I apologize. Uh, go ahead and freestyle that.
2: Okay. Okay, okay. So, uh, and that's what happened. You're late, brother. <laughs> but go ahead. All right. You can come over. It's not a problem. <laughs> so just go ahead and uh, share what you're doing. And we'll go to the clip. But Brother Ellis Shear, thankfully, is going to join us at the call tonight, folks. That's what's going on. He's got a lot going on in his hand. I didn't want to bring all that to the public. But he is going to be on his calls. We just say that to everybody. Can just hear it? All right. But go ahead, brother, and share what you have to say.
7: Okay, but uh, in our practice, I have been on the line since Pastor Chris was on the line. When y'all clicked him on the line, my hand was up in. Uh, but I just want to say this in this regard is that if we don't get a clarification of this, uh, we're going to have problems. Uh, we're going to have issues. There's going, going to be a lot of confusion. Because what we have is we have two entities that are present in the earth today, and they're going by the same identity, and that is the problem. And so when we identify the wickedness, the perversion of one entity, we're associating it with another entity. And that's where the confusion arises. Uh, It's not a small, minute issue, none whatsoever. Uh, When you talk about the issue of maturity, there was a reason why the Messiah speaking to the disciples, when he basically ciphered for them what was the parable that he was expressing to the people. Because, of course, they ask him, Why is it that when you speak to the people, you speak in parables, but when you speak to us, it's plainly? And he said, Because there's some things that not for them to know. And, and, and re, in response to the, the wheat and the tares, he, we have to understand this that if you read that scripture in verse 40, 13, in Matthew 13, verse 40, it says, As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so should it be in the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and that that Greek word right there really has the implication of messages, and they should gather out of his kingdom. Now, remember, they're gathering things out of his kingdom, all things that are sin, and them which do iniquity. Now, we we put that in conjunction with the timing, but I don't want to get off on that because I want to click it back over so you can play the clip. But one thing that we have to take an observation of, and that is this. If you read every word of the Mashiach, if you read every word of the Apostle Paul, if you read every word that we have available of the three other disciples who we have documentation from, uh, epistles from, they never, ever make judgments about the loss. The responsibility and obligation is always upon leadership. That's why I come, it says that we have double honor, but we also have double judgment when we don't fulfill our obligations as those who are in the fivefold ministry, the apostles, property managers, and pastors and teachers. In fairness, the people who are complaining about the church, they are only responding to what they are, being, are foreseen. Of course, the church is going to be held to a higher standard than any other entity on the planet. Because we are the representation of he who is king of kings and lord of lords. And if you read one of the commandments, he says, you should not take the name of the Lord, thy God, in vain. That is a serious thing when you misrepresent him, you misrepresent the word, and you misrepresent the kingdom. And this is why, and this is the predicament that you all just discussed for 20 minutes. He says, because you call the blasphemy, you call the heathens, To blaspheme my name You cause people to And and, and when you misrepresent me You cause people to Distance themselves from me When you misrepresent me Because we've all been given the ministry of reconciliation Of reconciling men Back unto God And the most important thing in doing that Is being a witness Because he told them on the day of Pentecost You should tarry in Jerusalem Until you be endued with power And you will be a witness of me so when the witness is bad, don't expect that the press is going to that the you must expect that the press is going to be bad as well. Okay. okay
4: right, well said, well said, brother L. Um, said in true co-host fashion, <laughs> Well said, uh, Pastor um, Chris, uh, brother Seth. Any responses?
2: Yeah, just just know that I I, I agree one thousand percent to what the brothers I was trying to listen. To. See, I didn't really hear nothing I disagree with. All I want everybody to just know is this: remember, the church isn't the building; it's people, and there are people in every one of these churches that are serious as you think you are. So just remember that when we're judging them, and when we're or whatever we're doing, if we're not judging, judging them, in-between, judging whatever we're doing. Just remember that. And that's what I've taught them, because I used to be in those church, and I actually came against people, Hebrews, like way back in the day. And had they had more love for me, I would have learned this, and I tell you, I would have been above, 84. 84 I would have started preaching this. But because somebody been, I was all smart with me and arrogant, I couldn't get it. So that's why I talk so much about love, love, love. Folks, we got a nation to, to reach. Resurrect, and then we got our the stranger among us to see the glory of the Most High. So,
4: Pastor Chris, anything? Pastor Chris Pastor is Chris watching some re, uh, re, re, reruns of uh, Sanford and Son. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's all man, good. So, accepted, so hey, he's a
2: busy man, but I got clip number one ready if you're ready, Brother
4: John. Let's let's do clip number one, Seth.
2: All right, here we come, folks. This is, again, Rabbi Harry Rosenberg. Uh, he's going to be talking with a gentleman by the name of, uh, this is the author of Ron, uh, his name is Ron Dalton. He's the author of the movie Hebrews, the Negroes. Remember that movie? They were trying to push there for a while. This is this is that author talking to Rabbi Harry Rosenberg of Theological Research Institute.
8: Cover kind of the Silk Road, and that's where you find the Bene Menasha. Also, people say, how would they get out to northeast uh in northeast India? Well, if you look at the if you look at the map, you have you know Afghanistan, and they're traveling. Uh, you you have there right below uh, China and the India region.
3: Hold
2: on, that's the wrong clip, folks. Bear with me, because I want to get us the right clip here. All right, here we go. Again, this is uh, Harry Rosenberg talking with Ron
9: Dalton. All right, so now we're up and going. Um, let me uh. There we go. All right. All right. So. What? Now, what was uh. Harry, what was a question that you felt Ron was avoiding?
8: All right. Thanks for giving me the platform. I guess I, I guess he kind of touched a little bit of my question, but he totally misunderstood what my intentions were of the question. Um, you know, he was saying that I'm asking, first of all, just to put on the record, Ron over here is very public about this, especially in Instagram posts, that prior to 1492, that the Judeans of the Iberian Peninsula were of the original Hebrew-Israelite class that he refers to. Um, so then my question back to him was, okay, if that's what he's saying, not, I'm not just proving that I come from the house of David, because we have records from the year 900, but we have from, let's say, the year 900 to 1400, not just records of Spain. We're talking the Judeans were Spain, were the advisors to the kings on the Christian side and on the Muslim side. They were writing works of poetry in Hebrew. They were writing codes, codes of Jewish law. I'm saying we're dealing with a five to six hundred year period here where these people influenced the whole entire European continent in the Iberian Peninsula as Torah masters. So for me, it just seems so strange for him to go so hard on, like, hey, these pre 1492 Iberian judeans and i'm like well if there's your ancestors i know what they wrote down are you studying what they wrote down because what they what they wrote down is not it's not exactly the type of torah you're preaching to your community which leaves out humans Ill, who would say let's say they want us to graft in i'm not saying i'm a convert but let's say if i was a convert he would look at me like i'm a second class citizen if he read the works of his ancestors from iberian history, like rabbi judah halevi Yehuda halevi everyone go to his wikipedia page to look into it he straight up that there was a code of Torah law, like the blockchain, that was passed down from generation to generation. So my question to him was, you can reference the people, but what about their writings and their laws? And uh, so I feel like this is a huge chunk missing in the spiritual awakening of this community that we're dealing with, of, of your community, that I, I feel honored that you let me in to have this conversation right now.
9: Uh-huh.
10: All right. Uh... <laughs> Well, this this is one thing I got to say. And Harry, Harry Harry knows the truth. When you Harry the the chosen of Israel uh when they were in Egypt for 400 years, did they uh, would it be would it be safe to say that they mixed with a lot of the Egyptians and the Kushites that lived in the land?
8: I mean, we see, you know Joseph had an Egyptian wife, right? Correct? Was so, was the, was, the,
10: was, the, was the Egyptians back then were they black or were they white?
8: I, I don't think that um, society. No, back no, 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 then no, no,
10: no, 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 no. You, you know, you know the history. You know what Herodotus said. You know what different scholars say. You know what the pictures look like on the walls of Egypt. You know what the the wooden uh-huh. statues of the Egyptians with afros and brown skin. What they look like. So were they, well, or to, were they
8: black? Yeah. Well, just to put this into context, you're answering my elaborate question with going back in time. You know, a thousand or two thousand years. I just want to throw that out there. But uh, from my from my understanding of history. Yes, we're dealing with a period of, uh, of dark skinned people, which I've never, I've never denied on record that that was the color of most people back then. But I also know that there were codes and societies that had mixed colors because your color didn't determine your standing in a society. It was rather your class, maybe on your wealth, uh, et cetera. So you would have had an ancient Rome or ancient Greece, maybe very influential, high profile. Uh, dark-skinned people who had power, powerful positions, and I would speculate over over the last, you know, 2,000, 2,000 years, that may have been the same in Egypt. But l- let, let me go again. We're dancing around the point that I'm trying to really solidify here for your viewers, who, uh, you know, when I'm not on the line, you can kind of speak about me and what I've said and, what, and spin the story your way. But now I'm here. And I'm in front of your face, and I'm calling you out and I'm saying, "What's, know, let, what's let's good?" Let's,
10: let's, what's you're right. You're right. So what we're gonna do is because you you like to dance, we're gonna, and you like to say a lot of mumble oh, jumble, but
5: I'm right
10: Wait, Harry, listen, listen, Harry. The sons of Ham were the sons of Ham. Were they people of color? Were they black? Were they, were they people of color? Were they black people? Were they yes or no? That's the question. We're gonna get to the see. bottom of this. Were they were they black or were
8: they white? The sons of Ham. Yeah. Well, ba- let me just be very clear with this. I, I I've been saying this the whole time. Irrelevant. Hey, so I just oh, asked oh, the oh, question, Harry. Say yes or no. Were they black or were they white? You should know I, this. I know for certain that people back then were marrying and having genetic uh, breeding amongst multiple different tribes and colored skin people, and I know for certain that color had nothing to do with the formation of. of oh God, you apples. just said, Harry. You just said that. You just said that,
10: Hera. You Repeat yourself. What color were the Cushites? The Cushite Nubians, the sons, the sons of yeah. Ham. What color were the Cushite Nubians?
8: I'll tell you like this. In my world of scholarly debate, when you ask me a question, you have to say what point you're going to try to prove. Okay, the, I'm going to show you my point. I'm going to show you my point. So basically, I'm going I'm to prove to you from from
10: the time before the Exodus to after the Exodus, before before the Israelites had a king with King Saul, before they had King, king David, before they had King Solomon, that the Hebrew Israelites in those days were people of color. They were not the of Sephardic the Jews. Therefore, I don't care what you say about the XLR from 900 AD. If you could trace your lineage back to King Solomon, King David, then you're basically saying you're basically saying something that's impossible because the people back in those days, around 1000 BC, around 900 BC, they had just literally, literally not within 500 years got out of Egypt and were running around the wilderness. Then they went to land of Canaan, and in the land of Canaan, they were mixing around with the Canaanites. They were mixing around. Well, they already had Egyptian blood in them. They already had Cushite blood with them with Moses and the poor. And then you have, you add another component. You have Cushite, Egyptian, and then Canaanite. In the book of Judges, chapter 3, it talks about the children of Israel and how all the people started mixing with the Canaanites. But then but then this is the thing. Now you go to the time of King Solomon, King David, before you even had any sieges from Babylon or Assyria. But you're saying that you still can date back your lineage going back to King David, King, King Solomon, a thousand percent, with a thousand percent certainty. And, 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 if I, and if I ask you, were the sons of Ham black or white, you know that they were black. You know that the Canaanites were black. You know that the Egyptians were black. You know that the Kushites were black. So the Hebrew Israelites came out of, came out of Egypt, and before they, even had a, before they even had King Saul, they were already black, from mixing with the sons of Ham for, for almost a thousand years. And then you're going to tell me that during the Assyrian and Babylonian siege, that the children of Israel all of a sudden turned to what looks like you, a Sephardic Jew. A Sephardic Jew with red hair and a red beard, and you're saying around 600 BC, which is about 300 years after King David King Solomon. It all of a sudden changed from black to white. Where, where did that happen? Where did that happen, Harry? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. You,
3: said,
10: cause you just basically yeah. said you basically said that from 900
8: AD on is where you have written records. You're, you're not cracking any codes over here. Let me just give a quick response. You, you wasted so many words to prove a point oh, that right. you didn't you're need not, proving. You're not using critical thinking. You're not using logic or critical thinking, Harry. Harry. That's you're using critical thinking and logic. I'm gonna, I'll just dis- uh, dissect your your thought right now and let you know that you're very wrong. First of all, you don't need to prove for to anyone. You waste time to say that the children of Israel weren't white originally. If you look at what uh, Judah the Prince wrote down 2,000 years ago, he was an exilarch, which exilarchs were the representative of the house of David all the way to the year 900. He wrote down that the children of Israel were not white. So the Jews themselves have an original teacher. So you're wasting all this time telling your people. You could have just looked into the Torah and our literature, and that would have said for certain. But, you know, you look at all of a sudden uh, uh, King Solomon, let's say he had a thousand wives. You don't know the genetic mixing of the people of Israel. We recorded which families were from the line of King David, which families were converts. And there was, yes, Greeks and Israelites were having uh, relations in, in the Mediterranean area. And, yeah, and, and the Israelites went into Africa. And, yeah, they did go towards Iraq, and they went towards Syria, and they went towards India. They went around the whole world this narrative that only you and your friends could be part of the house of Israel. And then you say, even these people in Spain were part of my team, but you neglect what they've actually taught about the Torah. And this is my one point that I, I'm still seeing you can't address, because you're just going back into time and trying to prove that the original Israelite must have been black, so that what, what so that means the Torah that they wrote down in eleven hundreds. What does that have to do with the color of the original Israelite? Let's address the question.
10: So you deflected into what does what does the color have to do with the Torah?
8: Oh, for certain. You, yeah, that's there's
10: no question right, well, but, about
8: that. But you get a whole religion out of this whole thing, leaving the, whole, the Torah in, in your past. But the
10: whole the whole thing that you're trying to prove is that you guys are the original Israelites, and and when you were in. Yeah. Iberia, you guys, you guys were you guys were writing about stuff to saying that you were the Jews from four hundred from like 500, 500 A.D. to like before the Spanish Inquisition. You guys said you had the records. You guys said you always kept Torah. I mean, have you guys always kept Torah? Have you always guys
8: kept Torah? New knew about your Hebrew traditions and customs.
10: There has oh. not been
8: one. There has not been one year or one week that a Shabbat has not been kept since the destruction of the Temple, with, without fail. Wait, the, the, the
10: second, the first temple or
8: the second temple? I would say the first temple. When Ezra
10: and the family okay. came back, okay. from Babylon. So basically, so, so basically, so basically you're saying that you saying you haven't missed a Shabbat since the first temple that came that, that 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 was erected during the time, like basically around 900 BC. So you're going back almost 3,000. years.
2: Mayday, theologian down, theologian down. <laughs> yeah, we going to keep the right spirit though. The brothers are trying. All right, moderator, in your hands.
4: You know, the odd thing is, is that Harry Rosenberg. I I, I could have sworn I, I I know it was him. Um, because again, he, he red hair, red beard. Um, you know. He, he, easy to remember this guy i could have sworn that i saw a clip with him stating that the israelites were the persons on the business end of the transatlantic slave trade and it almost i'm not sure which clip came first but it's like i remember that and so it's obviously he was um he was struggling a little bit there in that uh, give, give and take. True enough, he was struggling. Um, the thing that comes to mind, uh, I guess, is Brother Ron, uh, the, the guy, whoever the, the other guy was, it's kind of like he, he just kind of had more logic in in the, in the entire approach. I mean, chime in. Let me let me know To me, this seemed like the guy Harry couldn't stand um, Up against the logic of the other person You're claiming that you were the original Jews Which I'm baffled that he would say that That, that he was the original Jew um, From the line of King David and Solomon uh, And that he had proof That is a very, very lofty statement to make um what, what do you think about that, bro Seth? Bro Seth, you eating Jimmy John. what y'all doing? Got a show to run here. <laughs> okay, sorry about this.
2: talking, talking, talking and the I know what little pickles
4: sound like. I know what it sounds like, bro Seth. I know what is going on.
2: That noise is actually, uh, whose line is (laughs) that, as a matter of fact? LSU, that's your line, brother. Come on now. Yeah, like a, uh, and and somebody's hearing that actually. When he speaks, Eric, I'm just saying, when he speaks,
4: when he speaks, it it goes away for some reason on, on L's line. Who? Like, I could hear that feedback you were referring to, but when L would speak, you can the feedback now, that the sound like
2: a, a mixer or something but anyway let me just go here real quick because I got I want him to come on we got a hand it just went up. it's not so I think it's the Buffalo area but really quickly because the name of this, uh, this video for those of you who want to see the whole in this entirety. because we're going to play as many parts as we can tonight but it's called Rabbi Harry Rosenberg Gets Destroyed Again by Hebrew author Ron Dalton I don't like that title because I don't like
1: to destroy
2: and they, they really go over the top with it folks again listen to part of these brothers, okay? They're very knowledgeable what they're saying. But let me just say this really quickly. Brother Seth's contribution to that argument is very simple. If you understood what white skin is, all love and respect for them, if you understood what light skin blacks, how it's very is close. So if anybody think of just hating on whites my mother is light skinned. I'm talking about light skinned period. You look outside at your earth and look at the earth with no structures by man. It's gonna be two colors green, brown. Green, brown. The Bible says God made man the earth was formed out of darkness, black dark darkness. It was it was pulled out of darkness. And then he made his man out of dark dirt. The darkest of the dirt is called humus. H u m a s, where we get the word human from. Humanity has to have come from the darkest of the dirt. Back in that day. People were all of that color. White skin came as a result of sin, called albinoism. Where do I go? When the body began to lose something very precious that the Father said, I want on you, which is melanin. Animals, I want on you. Insects, melanin. I want on you. Metals, I want on you. Melanin is our planet. So when people walk around with so little melanin that the, the sun becomes their enemy, Come on, people. Come on, people. Those people in that Bible was dark-skinned people. They weren't light-skinned people. They weren't like light-skinned black people. They weren't like uh, orientals. If, you, if, you, if I can hide you in dirt, dark dirt, and I can see you, that was the color of original man. But because of man-centered, he lost hair. Body is a sign is, is, a, is, is a result of sin. Dying is a result of sin. Not having child, birth, bearing is a result of sin. Being too tall. When your joints hurt you naturally, your joints just hurt all the time. That's a result of sin. Being too short. That's a result of sin. So I'm not, if you can hear that part of sin, you will hear hatred for white people. People think because will come out, single out the white skin. Oh, you might say white people. So if you understand what I'm saying right now, Rabbi Harry, Rosenberg, sound crazy. Those people were dark-skinned people. They was taken up north, some of them, after 70 A.D., and they begin to mix so much among those in the north, some of them turned white. But the vast majority of Israel would be non-white. My lady, back in your hand. Brother John? Yes, sir. Back in your hands, brother.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you, you were get, to get the something. hand that was raised. <laughs> Say it again.
2: You weren't chewing on some kind of deli or something.
4: Oh, touche. But uh, listen, touche. we do have a new hand
2: that went up as well as the calls, But uh, sure, brother Pastor Chris is probably going to comment on that. And we do have a new hand up. Buffalo, this may be, uh, I don't know, Pastor Foreman or Brother Jermaine. I don't know. You, you make the call.
4: Uh, well, yeah, let's pick up and see.
2: Okay, let's go to Erica, 903-279. Go ahead with your question or comment. We would love to know your name and city, please.
11: Uh, Kenwin Castleberry, Tyler, Texas. Uh, I wanted to make a comment on the uh, clip that you just uh, made.
4: And how long will it take you to make that comment, Mr. Castleberry?
11: Uh, uh, Two minutes. Two minutes it
4: is. Let's go. I do want to ask a question though
2: before you go before you start. Are you is this a Buffalo number, nine oh three? No, sir. Taller Texas Okay. Okay, go right in, brother.
11: Okay. Uh to me it kinda seems as if uh I'm a fan of Ron Dogs, by the way. But it, okay. it seemed to me it seemed to me that they wasn't quite building. Um, uh, that uh the rabbi was just on defense and keeping the whole uh the fact that Islam, like the people of color, out of the book, it's like he he's on the side of keeping everybody in darkness and learning the truth about the book. Um, and even though he speaks like he he wants to build with the claims that blacks are Israelites, it it seems to me that he wants to uh, have an agenda and keeping uh, the narrative the same, or, or trying to shape it in a way that we all can be Jews. Or, or something in that fashion. And what Ron Dalton was seemed to me that he, what he was getting at, he just simply wanted him to admit the basics, you know, that Hamites were dark. Uh, and that dance around that the rabbi did was kind of like, you know, he's in on it and keeping us, you know, in the dark. Uh, and I was just trying to say that, man. It's just, it seems to me as uh, the world, man, the, uh, the impact of blacks wanting to be Israelites, uh, there's a there's a lot coming with that package, man. That a lot of people don't want to see that happen, uh, and that's you know that's kind of like my comment, man, on
4: that. I have to agree with with Mr. Castleberry. the the the, the number of times that uh, Brother Ron was asking answer the question, I <laughs> mean, really direct, and could not get a a, a, a his question answered just yes or no, yay or nay. Uh I was kind of dumbfounded at that. That's almost a sure sign of quote unquote dancing around, waffling or the 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 whole nine. I I absolutely have to concur with uh, Mr. Castleberry.
11: Yeah, so thank you fellas. I just wanted to make that little comment.
4: Well, thank you for joining joining us tonight. Um uh, make sure you catch us Moving forward, um, brother
1: Seth.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: brother Seth, you do realize this is your
3: show.
2: <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on a second. So, y'all, please forgive me. I'm, a lot of going on. I was trying to service the callers. Please forgive me. I was talking to other callers. Uh, brother Casper, again, thank you for calling the show. I want to ask you a question. Is this the first time that you uh, call the show? No, no, sir, he, it's my
1: second.
11: Uh, I was the guy that mentioned the uh, Babylon uh, was uh, right. Nebuchadnezzar yeah. came from the north instead of the. Uh, oh the
1: yes, I remember that a couple yeah. of weeks
2: ago. Uh, yeah, that, that uh, awesome. I'm a fan oh, of the yeah. show. Yeah, that was powerful how you did that. Well, listen, we got more to other calls. Appreciate you, appreciate you. Just remember, once I put you on hold in about thirty seconds, press once in your hand to go down. You may want to come back on on this show. You can ask more than one question. Okay, moderator, back in your hand again, folks. I apologize for these little, but I, I don't let no noise, so I guess I'm gonna leave my line open so um, so that won't happen again. Go ahead, right uh, moderator. We have uh, again, Pastor but, Chris' who- line is open as well as Brother Ellis' yours.
5: Um.
4: Yeah, I, I would like to just find out what either uh, Pastor Chris or Brother Elishua thought about that given clip. And, and by the hold way,
2: I did hear. Hold on, hold on. on. on, on. 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 That was a little time. But I got there's you, gentlemen. It was way before three minutes ago, brother.
4: Yeah, I did listen to uh, goodness, probably about three quarters of the of the of the clip, and the one thing that. Um, Uh, That the rabbi stated Which I unfortunately Have to concur with Is that he stated that Brother Ron was not um, Respecting The persons who Wrote the Torah uh, Because He was not showing love And we all know that um, Gentiles Could convert into israel and be saw just as an israelite except for a few um given uh scenarios that would take place in the temple they could not uh partake in some of those things where uh you had to go into the temple but brother ron did come back around and concur he was like hey now this is key he he, at that point in time he concurred he said no i agree a hundred percent that Gentiles can be accepted into Israel. My problem with the rabbi is that he is uh, putting himself off like he's the original and he's not. And that was that was the reason why. And that's, that's probably why it seemed so direct and pro- possibly even uh, bordering on belligerent to some degree is because it was like, it, it, what a lot of people feel about the proselytes It's like you're fronting and, and not all of them know it But you're fronting and now You're staring me in the eye and think that you can Get this over and get it past me It's going to its gonna create a certain Degree of indignant uh, uh, An indignant attitude Towards the person that's hearing that uh, Pastor Chris, Brother L What are your thoughts?
6: I, I just wanted to say Real briefly um You know, I was really amazed about him uh, trying to deny the Hamites, the descendants of Ham. But, you know, in the scriptures, there's something that kind of proves that out. Um, I don't know the exact, you know, I'm just paraphrasing. But remember when when Joseph was in Egypt, uh, Jacob sent his sons in there to see if they could get some food. Right. And Joseph recognized his brothers, but they didn't recognize him. So right. Joseph gave gave them a hard time. When they mm-hmm. went back to Jacob, they said some Egyptian ruler gave us a hard time when we were in Egypt, not realizing right. that it was their own brother. So what does that say about right. the way Egyptians look well, and Hebrews well look? Because they didn't even they were looking at their
2: own flesh and blood and didn't even know it was their brother,
1: unless they well looked it's like alive.
2: Egyptians. Well, keep in mind, Pastor because I've heard that argument too, but remember this. They dress a different way. They don't dress like Hebrews. They wear all this, the different things that the Egyptians wear. And besides, it wasn't like the next day they saw their brother, okay? If you saw your brother and you ain't seen him in 20 years, his nose going to look different. He's going to be hot tall, and he's going to pop have a different
4: voice. And so I expect them not to But if to he's white, right if he's I'm white right? in an all-black nation, you're going to be Thank like, you. who is that? He looks Thank like you. us. That, I you. think that's I think that's the difference. That's the point. He Thank definitely God. may have taken on not a problem. He he may have definitely taken on the the dialect of those in Egypt, the dress, the 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 jewelry, and the persona. Down? All
2: of them was black, according to it, most scholars that went to school longer than you and I put together, most of them are, are concur that all those people were basking in that hot sunny weather. And, uh, he could have been an albino, which means one person popped out white, right? but there's no way in that hot, sunny region that would kill you if you don't have enough melanin They could have been light or white. So that's my take. To, I mean, it's just my little two cents. Uh,
1: uh, no, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm in
6: agreement with you, but I'm just saying, Obviously, they looked like Egyptians. They could not distinguish their own brother, their own yes, Russian brother. Yes, I agree with that. But and, I and agree and, and we year. know that Jacob that Jacob was not married to an Egyptian.
2: Right, right, right.
6: Joseph's I mean, mother was by uh, another black woman,
2: but right, not a right.
6: of Egyptian descent. So that to me, that just kind of if they can't determine that that was their brother, that's kind of proof to me that they must have had similar. Uh, Similar makeup, similar skin color, similar hair
4: texture. All yes,
1: yes, absolutely. And that's what's disturbing.
4: Go ahead, brother. Look at a lot
2: of our people now when they go off to college or something. Our girls come back and they talk different, and they, I mean, Egyptian culture is going to be light years away from Hebrew culture. But anyway, that's my take. Let me know what she is thinking, though.
4: If I may, if I may. Oh, by all means, El, go ahead.
7: Yeah, uh, well, there's a reason why the brother uh, maintained the tone that he had in his interaction with the rabbi. Um, The thing is is that we tend to give people the benefit of the doubt. But the question is that if you're in a court of law and you have a preponderance of evidence against the suspect, then by all intents and purposes, nine times out of ten, the suspect is guilty. And what the gentleman was trying to do, and what the brother was trying to clarify, see, there's a disconnect in the history. And that's what the brother was trying to bring out in their exchange, is that Mm -hmm. what you have when you have these Ashkenazi Jews, you don't have their presence within any conversation of Jewry until the 6th century forward. And so prior to the 6th century back, there is no presence of European Jewry and and, 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 you, and and Israel None Whatsoever does not exist So what the issue is Is that now that you Since you have been excluded based upon ethnicity Now you want to hang on to the fact And now acknowledge that you are just a proselyte That you are not a biological Descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob You want it both ways Because what this really comes down to Which has been my point all along Is that these people are not Willing to relinquish this you have to understand that if you are a Jew and you are recognized by a Jew by the world, even though that comes with a lot of persecution, you are the most sacred identity on planet Earth. And so, what the consequence, and what the issue is, is that many a times these rabbis, when they have a discourse with us about these issues, they are very disingenuous. You have to understand that they are the master of lies, and that's the testimony of the scripture. Those who say they're Jews but are not but do lie. I have in my hand a book entitled The Jewish People. This book was copyrighted in 1946. That was two years before Israel even became a nation. And it has a list of types of Jews, and it has eight listings on the types of Jews. and, And actually, guess what? There's not one mission of a Jew who is supposed to be as a Jew from the continent of Africa. Repeat that, El. The reality is, is that these people are perpetrating their lives. Yes,
4: sir. L. I'm sorry. I'm not sure if you went out with everybody, but it went out on my line. If You, you said there's not one, and could you repeat that?
7: Okay, yeah. I, as I said, in my hand right now, I'm holding a book. It's called The Jewish People. It was published in 1946. That is two years before Israel became a nation. Now, within this book, it has a section on the Jewish people past and present, and in it lists blood groups among the European Jews, blood groups among the Jews in the Mediterranean countries, and blood groups among the Jews in the Caucasus, Crimina, and Pakistan. Everybody that's listed in here is what would be considered European Jewry, but there's no one listed other than Morocco, of any Arab jury or any African jury, this is where I disagree with a couple people on, uh, with, with probably at least one person on the panel. I don't believe that there are no that there are any biological descendants who are the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob who are the descendants of those who made up the city of the Judean government, the Judean nation that was occupied by Rome during the time Christ walked the planet. I don't believe that there's any one of them that is white. And that's what the rabbi was trying to avoid because the brother was going to make it very plainly clear to him Amen. that you Europeans who are claiming jury, you're not Jews. And I have a book, as I said, 1946. They don't mention any people of color as Jews. Because what they did is they perpetrated the forest, and because they are in control of the documentation and the scholarship, even Google, then what happens is they control the narrative. And while the brother said that the brother, and so the rabbi was implying that the brother was being rude, no, he doesn't. The, the brother was doing just what the script, what Christ informed us to do. Be wise as a serpent, but homeless is a dove. A serpent is cunning and crafty. He know what, what Rabbi Harris was up to, and he was just cutting it off. Because some people like to have long conversations. Like rug right on the line, I would just like to get right to the point. Back to y'all. Powerful.
4: Brother L. Oh. In, in rare form. <laughs> Blood pressure up and everything. <laughs> <Brother L. laughs> I got my ice. Uh, on, I
5: got my ice good, good,
4: good, good. Get you go go get you some ginger. You go get you some <laughs> sage. You know what I'm saying? Stay away from the uh, urgent treatment center. Well stated, though, man. You know it, it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal that you, you're saying you have a book, and it's talking about the, the Jews, and only Morocco was mentioned. Yeah. And I'm like, they're scattered to the four corners of the earth. Absolutely. It's um, it's it, 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 it's it's contrary to everything biblical in my opinion. But as you say that, um, we're dealing with some persons. It, it, here's, the, here's what's profound. Some of these persons, they what, you never hear them say, you know, that's a that's a fine point that you make. I am gonna have to look into that. None. None. I've been hearing this back and forth since when we used to kick it with Brother Yahshua, um On Israel now, I don't know how long ago that was. You remember that that uh, Rabbi he debated, Bradell? Yes, I remember.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. It's like it's like there's not a single valid point to to date. To date, there's not a single valid point that's been made to a rabbi. I think we should stop messing with the rabbis. They should become the name that's never mentioned, like Harry Potter. The name that's never <laughs> mentioned. Well, well, tell you you I'm think, tired you of think, that. You think you've
2: heard some, i tell you something. You need to listen to clip number two. Y'all really gonna be I'm telling you.
4: You know what? You thank you for the heads up. We just freestyling. Go ahead, let's go ahead and do um Clip number two, uh, Brother uh, Seth, if you can please, go ahead and cue that
2: up. Again, this is Rabbi Harry Rosenberg of uh, the Research Theological Institute uh, talking with the one and only Mr. Ron Dawson, who is an author and uh, a movie. He wrote the movie, uh, uh, he's a part of the project, I should
10: say, Hebrews to Negroes. Here comes part two. reverse you're saying you haven't missed a Shabbat since, the first temple that came, that, that 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 was erected during the time, like basically around 900 B.C. So you're going back almost 3,000 years. So if you haven't missed not one Shabbat, and if, of course if you haven't missed Shabbat, that means you've always followed Torah and you've always had the language of Hebrew. Why is it that the, before the creation of the state of Israel, that the majority of people living in the Pale Settlements in south southern Russia and Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan or Turkmenistan, or Georgia, uh, Eastern Europe, whatever you want to call it, between Caucasian, Why do people come out speaking the Germanic, Slavic, and Turkish language? And it wasn't until they, well, it wasn't until they went to Hebrew school and they infused modern Hebrew into into their original ancestral language that you come up with the form of the language called Yiddish. Most As, most Ashkenazi Jews that that are 80 years old before before they even had 1948, the state of Israel. I asked them, what was your language before you learned before you learned Hebrew? They said, Oh, well, we were a Turkish Slavic Germanic people. And I said the how I said the where did Yiddish come from? They, the, everybody that that, that is owing us being the Holocaust, they said, Oh, we went to Hebrew school. We had to go to Hebrew school to learn this. We didn't know this. This was our ancestry from Central Asia. And so you guys you guys diffuse you guys infuse the language. You guys didn't just keep keep the, the Hebrew language from the first Shabbat. Back in the first temple and kept speaking Hebrew All the way until today You guys had an ancestral origin Which is from Japhet, And you guys merged Hebrew with your with your Turkish Slavic, Germanic, Central Asian Eastern European language And came up with Yiddish You know Yiddish is not real Hebrew But bro, now, bro, when, bro, wait, bro, wait, wait, so wait a minute, wait a minute You know this, I mean you know bro, this You cannot say that you're the original people Of the book because you don't even know how to write And read paleo Hebrew That's, that's bro, what they were bro, writing back in the day all right,
8: let him answer it. Yeah, yeah. He, he comes and asks me, how how is it possible these guys in this region spoke that language, this region spoke that language? How is it possible you speak a good Chicago slang? How is it possible you got a good English? Oh. You, are, is your whole community reading Paleo Hebrew? According to your logic, if they're not then they're not the real people of Israel. Yeah, my people no. were sent into exile just like the whole house of Israel. You, the, you just built the whole logic that discredits your whole thing. There's this, just because you don't know Paleo Hebrew doesn't mean you can't be from the house of Israel. When Ezra and Hemid came back from Babylon, they had to reteach the people everything. Why? Because they went into exile. We never went a generation without a sage representing the Torah for the children of Israel. And I'm asking you specifically about a 700-year period of sages where you say they were from the real people of Israel. And I have what they wrote down, and it was in Hebrew. They wrote Hebrew poems, they spoke Hebrew amongst each other, and when they didn't want to converse in the Holy Tongue, they spoke Ladino in Spain. Not Yiddish, they spoke Ladino. But these Latino, people had a unified...
10: Ladino is a Romance language, you know that. You know where the Romance
8: language is English. English. It's like you speak
10: English, bro. You're English, in the exile, you learn English, the is ger- from your English is a Germanic language, so it's a
3: culture of so, yeah. okay, yeah, so so the family.
10: Okay, so the Romance language is also tied into Latin as well. So you guys speak you guys speak Ladino, or whether it's Yiddish, it's still not Hebrew. No, you're, you're, you guys are not speak, speaking ancient Hebrew.
8: We're speaking the language of our exile lands, and that theme is across the whole entire globe, including yourself, who is speaking English if right you, now. If you, wait, a minute,
10: wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Arab, remember, in the Bible, it says the children of Israel Will lose their heritage. Now, look at the look at the Arabs. The Arabic language existed since five hundred, six hundred A.D. People today still speak Arabic. They have one religion, Islam. They speak Arabic, one language. You guys claim to not miss not one Shabbat since since the first temple. I know that we know the name
8: know, of. The-
10: you guys still don't know how to read and write Paleo Hebrew. Well, what happened? What happened, right? Ra- what happened, Ray? Ray-, Ray- Harry Roslin? Yeah. What happened?
8: Tell me. You could you could ask Ezra and Nehemiah because I'm sure they were they since already the same time they started writing the Asherah. Ezra and Nehemiah
10: I can't ask them because they're in the, they're dead. They're dead. They've been so, dead. So
8: how supposed so to ask I'm, them?
10: So why can't you different tell different me the answers that you
8: followed every Shabbat
10: since the first temple? 100%. Why you don't know how to speak and read Paleo Hebrew? That's what they was reading I'm, right there. They, they they want they want reading this modern Hebrew, block Hebrew that we call today Hebrew. All right, Lord,
8: let, let, let them answer real right. quick, Avron. It, 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 he, it, your answer, let, let me go back I'm going to be very blunt right now let me go back to the basic thing did you or did you not say that the Iberian Judeans prior to the 1400s were the real Judeans did you or did you not say that on Instagram many times
10: the black Jews the black Jews that's what
8: yes. okay. okay. I want to know that's all I want to know these individuals who you say were really your ancestors from the real Judeans they were the advisors they were in public records, not from—the Jews didn't keep these records. The Muslims kept the records, and the Christians kept the records. These guys were the advisors to the heads of the viziers and et cetera, and they wrote down poetry in Hebrew in the Asherite script. This question you have is not for me, but the people you say are your ancestors, that they were doing the same thing that I'm doing today. And so you got a lot of homework to do. you got a lot of digging to do before you start talking smack against me. I want you to come back prepared. I want you to be, you know, go into the Torah I am and listen to God. I'm like, okay. I am prepared. But- all right, listen, listen, Drave. If if the people,
10: if there's different tribes in Africa, such as the people off of off the coast of the Lango Coast, which is, which in, which encompasses Gabon and Angola, they say that they are the exiles of the Jews that were banished in 1492. If you got people living in in Yoruba land saying that they were the, were the people that were exiled and were banished and they had to leave otherwise convert to Christianity, become new Christians, and they came to the area where they knew their brother was at, and they have they have evidence, they have the Torah written in. Moroccan, Moroccan Arabic, and Hebrew, and and another dialect. If they, if you have people from Oyuda that say that they are descendants of the people that came from 1492, the, the banished Jews. If the, all these people are saying this, and then when you look at the old English records, old English dates back to about 1400, 1500 A.D. So the old English records before there was even real English and the letter J and the letter F and letter S, all these different things where things are just twisted around like the U and the, the U and the uh and the V with Pablo and Paul. When you look at the old English records, it talks about the Negroes, the Jews, the black Jews that were banished from Spain and Portugal to the Portuguese colonies in Cape Verde and Sao Tome, which is Saint Thomas and Principe, all these uh, Equatorial Guinea uh, uh uh Angola, you will see that these people are black. When you test their DNA from the maternal side and the paternal side, from the father and the mother, they all are straight up Bantus people. Bantus people, not Sephardic Jews. So how do you how, how do you explain that these black People that got banished, they say that there were the black Jews that got banished in 1492. They're living in the Portuguese, I, the Portuguese settlements in Cape Verde, Sao Tome, Saint Thomas, Principe, Equatorial Guinea, Angola, and and also uh, in the land, which is where Lagos. Lagos means lake in Portuguese. The Elmina Castle, before it was named Almina Castle, it was the Portuguese slave fort. And you look at all your Oyuta, Ajuda, Wida, Oyuta. These were Portuguese and French slave ports that they used to transport the children to Israel. They knew who these people were, and the people that actually came down to this area, they knew that they were descendants of the people that got banished in 1492. They already knew this. They, they already knew this. And, they, and when they got to Africa, they were able to continue to do things the way they were, the Torah, and some of them converted to Christianity, but they still know who they are. They still have Hebrew, Hebrew traditions and customs that they've always known. They didn't have to go to school to learn this. It's always it's built in them. They didn't, they didn't know anything about the word Judaism and the Kabbalah, and the Mishnah, and the It's always been in them. Even without a Torah, they, had, they were following and customs. So how do you explain this when you guys say, oh, we're the Sephardic Jews? Well, in, in all actuality, when you check your DNA, your DNA is no different than any other European. Matter of fact, the Sephardic Jews can have more Neanderthal DNA than anybody else. It couldn't, well, the Jews people. The Jews people have, the Jews people and the Sephardic Jews have the most Neanderthal DNA when you check their population than anybody else in Europe. That's a known fact. You can look it up. Maternal DNA X. When you look at your maternal DNA, it all, it's, it's straight up European across the globe. Maternal DNA H, HV, UK, J, these are all European maternal haplogroups. When you look at the paternal DNA of your people, it goes back to Central Asia. It also goes back to the watered down of people that call themselves the Arabs today when the original black Arabs were black. So when you look at J-1, J-2, when you look at, R, you look at R-1-A, when you look at all these different, these different uh, y haplogroups, groups, it shows that you guys are basically people that converted because uh, people that say they are one tribe, one nation, are going to have one haplogroup. group. The so-called, I'm out, I'm out, the, the so-called Negro, right. if you tell me Negro in respond, America, you're going to get E-1, B-1-A. If you go to West Africa, you're going to get E-1, B-1-A. If you go to Australia, you're going to have C. If you go to Papua New Guinea, you're going to have M and S. If you go to Ethiopia, you're going to have the same thing, E1B1A2. You're going to have the same exact uniform, paternal haplogroup. You guys have about nine or ten, twelve of them. Why? Because your ancestral fathers and mothers just started intermarrying each other and just converting to Judaism. And this is why you've seen a huge number of the so-called worldwide jewelry happen overnight because you guys did a mass conversion. And all of a sudden, you guys are 90, 995% of the world jewelry, which is basically European. This is false. You uh, uh, Ethiopian it's, Jews it's make up the 5% of the white jury, but you guys say that the, that you guys kept you guys kept tore back into 900 I five, So I mean, you gotta explain. Let,
9: yeah, let him respond. Go ahead. Uh, hi. My,
1: that
2: was fire, y'all! Wow! Wow! That wow! 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 wow, wow, wow. I told y'all, the more tell these clips, the more fire work y'all want to
4: see. Back to you, Moderator. Go ahead. Well, no, I'm just saying that was fire. Um, obviously, that has gone from um, by, uh, biology 101 to the upper levels of biology. That was over my head, and not that it takes a lot to get there, but uh, the, that's a study that I don't partake of, again, that was um it, that was him laying out the specifics of how genetically it's impossible for the Ashkenazi Jews to claim that they are the true descendants of Israel um that being Jacob, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob but yeah that was that was I, I don't even think uh, Rabbi Rosenberg responded. I, again, I've already heard the whole uh, – well, I shouldn't say the whole – about three-quarters of this clip. Uh, and, yeah, I don't think he came back with a reasonable response to what Brother Ron was saying. And, and I'll be honest with you all, folks. I don't know Brother Ron, and I'm not giving Brother Ron props just because uh, it, we kind of see certain things in the same light. I'm looking at both of these guys critically – and um, yeah, uh, Rabbi Rosenberg just did not address these uh, these concerns that Brother Ron brought up. Uh, uh, Brother Seth. Yes. Yeah. Well,
2: uh, I want I want to hear from some others first. I want to go out. I want to go last them this time around. I let not know what Brother Chris have to say about that one 'cause I got I'll just wait instead of going first all the time. Go up, Pastor Chris, if you have anything, please. Jonathan, that's it, if you yeah, don't
6: mind. It, it. No, I don't mind. I think um I think the man was backed into a corner and he really didn't have a response. Um, you know, he right. went to the genetic thing and, and really brought it out about um, you know, you should have some type of track or trace of you know a certain genetic makeup to make you a uh, a descendant of Abraham. And right. what he was saying is that we don't see that in you guys. And right. he, how how can you how can you claim uh descendancy from a certain man and a certain woman and you don't even have the genetic makeup for that.
4: Right. If and, I, may, and Pastor so
6: Chris, I Yes sir. It,
4: I remember growing up hearing things like scientists went to the grave of of some given, quote, unquote, uh, Israelite or Jew or whatever the case may be and confirmed that, uh-huh. you know, the, that the Jews were indeed the – I remember that. And it's like when you hear this, it's kind of like, oh, you have got to be kidding me. Because here's the thing. It may have gone over our heads. It may have. But uh, Rabbi Rosenberg, if it did not go over his head, he simply had nothing to say. It's like if you understood it, you would have been like, no, you're flawed in your thinking, and here's why. This right. gene and this gene create. He didn't uh, have any right. Really. Say anything. Right. Instead right. of saying
2: something like, the next time you meet with me, you'll be more prepared. No, answer the man's question. Repeat his proof. I don't mean to cut off Pastor Chris' time, but go about Pastor Chris.
1: <laughs> well, no. well, no, no. It's, it's, go ahead, it's okay, bro, Pastor man, Pastor Chris.
2: Because, I mean, to me,
6: you know, that his arguments are getting more absurd the more that I hear. And yeah. when he's asked a direct question, he deflects.
3: You well, know, he yeah, deflects. I wanna,
2: uh, well, let's go to uh, Brother. Uh, I'll let Ella Shill go, and then I'll go last because I got something to say about that one, too. Okay. Oh, Real brother quickly. Il-
1: yes, sir. Real quickly, no, so i just let you go.
7: know. Um, when you talk about these rabbis, see rabbis are basically they're good talkers. And and what they do is they try to put up a pondage of information uh throw at you and they think that in there that they'll get
4: confused.
7: Now, when you heard the brother, and would somebody please, because I don't want to consider this refer to the brother, the brother who's debating him, what is his name?
4: Ronda, Brother Ron.
7: Ron Dawson, D A L T O N Okay. In other words, the, the 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 rabbi is out of his league. Now, when you hear Brother Ron Dawson speak and articulate his points, now you understand the conflict that these pastors are having with these Hebrew Israelites.
2: Yes, because absolutely. Now,
7: this rabbi.
2: And we got a hand that just went up, too. I apologize. Hold Allow me to interrupt, Elisur, uh, all because of this hand. I don't know how long you've been up, Eric 237-802, but we'll come to you after I comment after Elisur. Go ahead.
7: And so what you have is that you have trained rabbis, but yet he cannot hold a candle to this gentleman. This gentleman is receiving his information, and he's leaving him speechless, so all he's doing is just jumping around from place to place. Now, if you remember the brother's comment, he said, the reason why I come, you do not know paleo Paleo Hebrew is because you are a Turkish people. Here is the sum of the issues: the people who are claiming Jewry, who claim to be Jews but are not. The people who now who are inhabiting what was formerly known as Palestine before the Ottoman the, when the Ottoman Empire invaded that land in 1066. Those people are Europeans, and what they did is they and they, and they by their own assertion they acknowledge that they are Ashkenazis. Which, if you go to the Torah and you look in, in Genesis ten, three and five, three through five, you understand that they are Gentiles. They are Europeans. They are not Jews. What they've done is they've stolen an identity, and they have invested over fourteen hundred years in history in fabricating that identity. They are a Turkish people. Now, in the scriptures and Revelations, I believe it's two and eight. And it says, talks about in Revelations 2 and 8, it says, And the angel of the church of Smyrna, write these things, says the first and the last, and which dead and is alive. Brother, Brother John, if you would, very quickly, while I make this last question, my comment, would you please put in Smyrna in your Google and tell me exactly where that is? Because what you're going to have is now you'll see Bible prophecy begin to foretell itself coming from the book of Ezekiel, in verse, uh, chapters 34, 35, 36 when it talks about God and Magog coming down, you have to understand that the very people who are going to come against Israel in the last days, they're going to abandon the land. But it says that in the last days, it says the thought will come into their heart and they're going to come back into Israel. And who are they coming after? They're coming after us. The history is right there if we will actually open our eyes to read it. These people are not Israel. And that's why I come. And, and the fact that they are invested in this, they're going to be the greatest opposition to this message because they understand. We are exposing them. That's not a rabbi. Brother John has also said this.
2: Okay, okay. Hold on. a you minute. Know, up here, there's another hand that went up just then. Just another hand, anonymous, anonymous caller just went up. Just so you know, moderator. Okay.
4: Yeah, uh, uh, they, they can call with their phone number or, we, you know. <laughs> A lot
2: of times those will cross the water They they can't put a oh, okay. palm number in My
7: Okay
4: bad. understood That's alright Go ahead El
7: But as I said uh, These rabbis Again They are masters At changing the narrative They changed the narrative of the true Descendants of Israel In the 6th century What these people did is they actually had Convoys of true rabbis who were Babylonian, who were of the Babylonian Talmud, and these people, and they literally migrated these people and had these people, and they had them to teach them the Torah. So, yep. what you have is you have, you have a religion, you have a belief system that's stolen. And so, the reason why, come Harry, was going back and forth with the gentleman on the first clip is because we understand that if we go to your ethnicity, we can prove without any controversy, that you are not connected to Israel in any way, form, or fashion. The only connection that you have to the true descendants of Israel is that you are proselytes. So when he spoke about the code of conduct and what he was talking about, those who are now, who have now been grafted in, well, the fact is is that, Rabbi, unless you accept Yahweh Shadim HaMashiach as Savior and Lord as the Messianic, the the, the Messianic away that that is to come, there is no code of conduct to you because you cannot get in on the covenant. Now, Brother, Brother if I may, Robin, L- In other words, he's, when he talks about the code of conduct, remember, John...
2: What did you say, Brother John? I I heard you say something.
4: El, I was just saying you were asking about Smyrna. And aside from being in Georgia, it's modern-day Turkey.
7: Exactly. And that's who those people are, and they have been in that land since the 10th century when they invaded. When the, the Ottoman Empire invaded into it, the very people we call Palestinians are the longest-standing residents within that particular land. And when the Ottoman Empire, when they took over that land, those people were already in the land. So instead of naming them by their ethnicity, they named them after the land, which was the Romans changed the land from Judea and they changed it to Palestine. So that's how they came if up I with
3: Yes, sir.
4: I, I, I apologize for interrupting, but the we we have an, another clip, and we have okay. a caller. So if I can okay. have you hold that. Yeah, we have to,
2: two callers. We have two callers, and I wanted to say this, but I'm not going to say what I was going to say for time's sake. I got to get these two callers in, and we got another clip. So all I'm going to say is somebody is saying this. So what?
5: Somebody what? What does
2: it matter? What does it matter? What does it matter? Again, folks, you got to know who Israel is. The Bible is going to be confusing without it. you got to know who Israel is because... Their type of clock and the end time prophecy. You got to know where they are, what they're doing when the remnant of them return to Israel. It's gonna set off a whole lot of things in your Bible, in your Bible that's in the Book of Daniel, Isaiah, and yes, it's relevant. I know some people. Well, all I need is Jesus. Well, you need to know what's going on, and you'd be stretching the hands of the wicked one. Not to mention Israelites. If you don't know who, who you are, you're not gonna understand why you're malfunction, why you're at the bottom of society. You may end up hating yourself, like a lot of us do, because we don't understand why we're going through what we're going through. we start. Some of us end up worshiping white people. Some of us think white people are more powerful than they are, not knowing that the Most High said was going to do these things to us, and he got to do it through somebody. And so when we see the, all these things, we start thinking like these white people are super wicked, not understanding that the Father said you're going to have it seven times higher in Leviticus 26. I'm talking fast, so I get these collars on. So just know, yes, it's important. Very important. I know they're saying a lot of black and white and what color was he and all that. They're talking about something very carnal, very fleshy, to share something profound revelation, profound relevance to your life. Even if you are a Gentile, it behooves you to know who Israel is. It behooves you to know where Israel is at so you won't be supporting the hands of those that the Father said He would call to that nation as a uh, nation meaning Israel. Okay, I'm going to go to the phone lines. I'll go to the uh, uh, the uh, private call first, because this private is another uh, country. Sometimes that's what's up anyway. Okay, th- the person has the hand up, Erica 337802 will come to you after this call. Please forgive me. But uh, those person that have the hand up and you have an unrestricted number or you're calling over the waters, who am I speaking with, please? You don't have to give your real name. Just give a name and your comment,
5: please. Hello, is this me? Is it am uh, I online?
2: you are online.
5: That's great. Uh Ed MR not not calling from over the waters, uh, here in the US. But I've been I've been listening to the show for a little while. And, I'm, I'm, to to what I'm, and me, i am listening well. Ed MR. All right, you think I thing, you, you called
2: some time back. Yes, good to welcome to the show, brother again. And you in a while. Go ahead with your comment,
4: please. What's, uh, what's
5: uh, the here. It, Is it Emi? Emi. Emi. As okay. an with yeah. And Emi, listen,
2: we have a we're gonna put you on a three minute timer just so you know, brother, for time's sake. So go ahead, and make
5: your comment. I'm gonna try to do as much as I can as quickly as I can. One of the things that gets me is this. I mean, because we have to be have to be. For real about this. All prophecy relates that though uh, many of us might awaken, awaken to the idea that we are uh, uh, Hebrew heritage, I mean, I can trace mine actually, tell you the truth about it, all the way back to like the 1700s or so, uh, Sephardic, uh, going back through, coming back through Portugal, Sierra Leone, blah, blah, blah. But that's not the, the main thing that's important to me. Uh, the idea about knowing who I am as a Hebrew, even of the tribe of Judah for me, is as a matter of having been, let's say, heard from the creator himself, what is my heritage, that called me to begin to go back and look. But here's the point that gets me. Regardless of whether we are of genealogy or not, directly of genealogy or not, I think one of the things that's going to have to still be important to us all is the Shema mandate. In ancient Israel, if there were other divisions among us, or even for that matter, amongst any people who profess to be the worshipers or the holy One of Israel, we have a mandate to seek the whole truth so that, in the end, nothing is lost, but we still have a covenant and we still have an agreement. Quite frankly, in my pattern of thinking, uh, considering numbers 20. And Hebrews 12, uh, if there be any among us that don't seek the whole truth, therefore causing divisions and disparities amongst us, uh, let's just say you're still outside of the covenant. Now, I've looked closely, and I'm praying that many others here will also as well. Look at Isaiah 44, 45, 46 in particular. And it relates to many of us who realize that of other tribes of Israel but none of us can deliver ourselves until the covenant restorer comes. And quite frankly, most of us are totally unaware of the fact that this appearing of Messiah will not be the second, but the third. And if we're not aware of the prophecies that relate that from Genesis to Revelation, that we rightly understand who Messiah is, uh, we have a serious problem. Uh, The title, Curti, is one that has been by and large lost. Amongst many of us today, I talked to a lot of people overseas, Middle East, uh, even going back to Iran before the Islamic Revolution, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a lot of people from overseas. Yes, they know the title Kirti, and they know the ancient title of that one called King of the East. Uh, we're going to talk about Isaiah 40 through 41. It talks about that voice likened to a, you know, a crime, one crying in the wilderness, and then the coming of one called the uh, King or Righteous King likened to the rising sun. Well, Messiah said, I'm the root and offspring of David, the bright and morning star. We're going to have to realize what that means. The eventualities of the prophecies are not being looked at. The secret city prophecies are not being looked at. And quite frankly, anyone who does not is not yet quite true to the covenant. We're going to have to realize that. Humble ourselves. Okay. Three minutes, brother. Just go ahead
2: and wrap up in the next 30 seconds, please. Go ahead.
5: Long story short, I mean, it's very obvious. Man today has been taught mass misrepresentation. The Creator is not responsible for any of these fallen standards. If we say we are true to faith, we have to be uh, faithful unto one. And that should drive us to the point where we seek that pure and perfect truth after which there's no misunderstanding. And until we're willing to do that, in many respects, we're still Esau setting up obstacles against our, let's just say, being prepared to enter into the land. All right, Very brother well. M-Yar, we um, really
2: appreciate that. Appreciate that. We're going to go back to the phone lines. And that was Brother M. Yahr. I have here with book in a long time. And Brother M. in about 30 seconds, press one. of your hand to go down, you may want to speak a little later on. And that's not a problem in this show. You can speak more than once. So right now, I need you to press one. Going back to the phone lines, Erica, two three seven. Uh, eight eight two.
1: Uh,
2: there's a little noise on your line there, sir. I don't know what that is, but I can hear a little background. Can you can't have a you can't have us on speaker, okay? Erica, 337-802, seven eight eight two. We'd we'll love to know your name and your city, please. Go right ahead.
12: Yeah, Leonard Johnson. I'm from, I'm from Louisiana. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to um, just uh, shine a light on something. You know, a lot of people go to uh, when you start dealing with the uh, Ashkenazi Jew they go to uh Genesis chapter ten and they list and they go to uh one of the sons of uh Japhat which was Ashkenazi but they, they read over Tubal and the word Tubal means out of the lineage of Cain. And then they also read over verse four when the sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarsus, and Paul is from Tarsus. But he but he tells us in the New Testament that he's from the tribe of Benjamin, but he, but he, but he's Paul of Tarsus, which which clearly puts him right here with Jafar.
4: So, Johnson, that. what you what you're saying is that if I, if my heritage is, let's say, let, let's say my nationality is Nigerian but I'm born in Flatbush, that that makes me a New Yorker? No, no,
12: but I know where you're going, but that, that's not the case. Pa- Paul is uh, from Tarsus, just like I was yeah, the football. But,
2: but if I may, Brother John, a lot of times in the Bible, you're talking about something old. Genesis 10, those names are used again by various tribes. You can't go by just because something's in Genesis 10, and then a thousand years later they want to use that same name, and that's going to validate the fact he's from Jacob. That's not going to work, because you can see that all throughout the scriptures. There's a name that, in the lineage of Jacob in Genesis 10, and you'll see it later on, is in another tribe. So that's not a very valid point.
12: Well, the Most High has a covenant with David in, 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 in Second, Second Samuel. David goes in and sits before him, and David tells, and he tells David that um, I'm gonna have your, your son is gonna build a temple. You're not gonna build a temple, and that you gonna um, that uh, your your children are gonna going uh, go astray. But the children, the people of wickedness. So he's letting you know some people on the earth that's wicked. He said well, I'm gonna chastise them with the children of wickedness. That's these people, Jephath. And and two, if you go back to Genesis chapter four, Cain's lineage is separated from Adam's lineage. They, that's the children can, I understand. I understand a, but Time
2: time's time say, we probably should move on because I understand what you're saying. It's very clear. We all get you. You're saying in the Genesis ten, Joseph had this this, this this uh surname, uh this lineage, this tribal name, and then later on Saul Paul, Pastor Paul had it. That don't validate your claim though. You can't do that. I can show you names of one tribe and it's over here. It goes back and forth. It's just uh that's a, a three minutes been up, but anyway, we kinda interrupted you a few times here. But uh I we hear your call, brother, but let, allow us if, to go to the final clip. For Sir, S- sake. Yes.
4: What Mr. Johnson absolutely needs is that discussion between messianic and non messianic. Am I mistaken? Right, man. Well, that, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, that's that's the discussion yeah, that, says, that Mr Johnson, Johnson needs. <laughs> It, yeah. We yeah. need it. We need five shows of that for three hours apiece. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Johnson, yours,
2: brother John. I've got new call, sure. call just hearing you. What he's saying is this, brother. Every time he calls, he want to talk about the non-Macyanic versus the Messianic And as John, since he
4: just so some of y'all know. Well, <sighs> so I think that he. I think it's an to. Say it again, uh Mr. Johnson. That's the missing link to the host. We
12: we are we're, we're waking up. It's a prophecy on us as he realized he like uh, that we were going to wake up in Isaiah 44, 1 through 5. But the focus is not
4: on us. The focus is on our God. Our God been taken away. That's why I'm well, to this. The, the listen, we, we're things. five minutes away from the end of this show, Mr. Johnson. Let's, okay, I'm going to holler, bro- holler at Brother Seth because I think a lot of people would need they, – they want that information – And they want to be able to make their own Determination of Do I move forward with um, The Messiah or do I Move forward and and without And and and, and I'm with you Mr. Johnson We'll we'll get to that one way Shape or form it's going to be exciting I already know what time it is Thank you for Hmm. your call and we will be We will be sure to uh, Put that post up to let you know when that's happened We'll put that up early because we know you Want to spearhead Yes, Yes 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 Right so, Brother Thank Seth, you. if I can, let's go ahead and, and push this over just so that we can get that last clip in. Okay. And that you can. This is my favorite. Huh? The third
2: one. All right. right, my earlier. Okay. Y'all heard from moderator John Crawford. Go, go ahead. Po- do it possible? Number three. Go
4: ahead. Do we know how long it is? Because I want people who intend to be minutes. done. It's at like t- nine minutes or something. All right. It's so nine folks, minutes or something. And I promise
2: everybody, this will be the best one.
4: So, yes, if you if you were planning on doing something at 10 o'clock and you do want to catch this cliffhanger, by all means, just give us another roughly 15 minutes. Brother Seth is going to play the clip, and he'll close us out. Okay, folks.
2: Check this out. Uh, again, this is, I think, one of the most powerful clips. So you just, And if you listen to this show, this program, and you clicked on a link, you got the call to call the phone number. You're gonna be disconnected in like three minutes, okay? But folks, this is the most popular of them all, okay? Check this out. Again, we're talking about Harry, Rabbi Harry Rosenberg, talking to uh, Ron, um, the the the, uh, the the movie producer, um, Ron Dalton,
9: Hebrews he to Negroes movie producer. Here we go, folks.
10: So, I mean, you gotta explain. Let,
8: yeah, let him respond. Go ahead, Harry. I, I think it sounds like a nice conspiracy theory, but just to say off the bat, today we identify t- today we identify about 20 to 30 million descendants of the Spanish Inquisition who are still who are still chased after the Spanish Inquisition. Actually, the Inquisition came to America. They came to South America. They went to Mexico. They were in New Mexico searching for Judean communities. Uh, that's a fact, and there's still communities today. Who, who's the lighting
9: day? Who who's the day? The church. Okay. This
8: is this is History 101. Anyone who wants to know about where the Spaniards fled in the 1400s, which I recommend you 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 study Ron because actually there was a great community that fled in, that popped up in spot in Israel at, right after the the 1400 Inquisition, they went they went all across the world these uh, individuals. So today we can identify around 20 to 30 million of these descendants who are keeping customs and traditions and last names and all these things from Spain. There's even Palestinians in Israel who have uh, Spanish artifacts hidden under their floorboards. And you know what I would say? And Ron, you're calling people out for being converts, whether they were converts or not. You were disgracing your ancestors' teachings by hating on the convert. Because your ancestors had a code of law from Moses that allowed the convert. Who do you think taught these converts? Torah. If there were converts, and first of all, it's not 95%. It, you know, maybe there were conversions, and they could have been popular families who bred. But who were the individuals making these people masters of Torah? Look, for example, you know Samuel Halevi. Everyone can go to Wikipedia look at Samuel Halevi near 1320. He was the treasurer of King Pedro. They call him Pedro the Cruel. He was a treasurer. He founded the synagogue in Toledo, Spain. These are family clans that were in Spain that have writings. There's so much history here. I feel like. You're not really studying. You're looking at a few E1, B1 uh, DNA things and making these theories without really getting your hands dirty in the work. And I really, that's what I'm trying to okay, say. Well, me, if you can come back if you can come back to me and say, like, yo, this rabbi, he wrote this down, I know this year, this year, he wasn't legit because, and if you say because, and it makes sense to me, I'll hear you out. But you're just like, you're skipping over a whole entire chunk of reality over here. The, the, let's clear things up. Well, we could,
10: we, we let, could have wait, a part let Let's clear,
3: let's
10: clear things out? up. Wait, let me clear things up, Mike we don't have a problem with gentiles we don't have a problem with people that convert to the bible the old testament and new testament of course you know i'm messianic so but we don't we don't care if you're from india awesome. or from asia or from the middle east or, or, or if you're an ashkenazi jew if you want to if you want to accept the the creator and accept the son uh, uh yeshua hamashiach as your savior and messiah we don't care we have a, we have conferences and assemblies where all races are welcome the Bible says that the Bible says we're supposed to accept the foreigner and the stranger, and as long as he follows the laws of the Torah and he 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 can celebrate the feast days, he, he's considered just like if he was a natural born Israelite. But the one thing that, that, that has to be clear is that we have to teach who are the real Israelites, who are the true yeah. biblical descendants of the Israelites through bloodline, not conversion, because we know that a lot of people yeah, yeah. To, a lot of people converted to Judaism, a lot of people converted to Judaism, even the Edomites. And let me just say this: okay. before, Wait, a, Rabbi, Rabbi H- Harry, before you say something. John, You know Flavius, Joseph Flavius, Flavius Joseph, whatever you want to call it. So he wrote down he, himself, and you guys, you, guys, you guys love his works. You guys stand by his work. He said, he said basically about the Edomite occupation of Judea at the time around 100, 200 B.C., before Herod the Great. He said that this country is also called Judea and the people Jews. And this name is given also to as many as embrace their religion, Judaism, though of other nations, though of other nations but then upon what foundation so good a governor as Hyrcanus took upon himself to compel these Idumeans or Edomites either to become Jews or to leave their country, because the Nebedians and the areas below them was causing them trouble. And it said that, I suppose, because they had long ago been driven out from the land of Eden and had seized upon and possessed the, the land of the tribe of Simeon and the southern part of the tribe of Judah, which was a particular inheritance of the worshippers of the true God without idolatry. So it's a known fact that the Edomites came into Judea, the Greeks Hellenized Judea. The Greeks were up in, that, were up in there, too. They, they converted to Judaism. You have, you have pagan Greeks. You have Greeks that just love Judaism, and they wanted to stick to the, to the laws of the Most High. And the God of Israel, just like the Babylonians tried to do when they came in, and they had, they had the ark, and then all these plagues started hitting them. They had to, they had to give it back. The same thing happened with the, with the Edomites, the Greeks, and the Romans. All you guys basically converted to basically Judaism and took upon yourself to believe that you are the descendants of the real Jews. So that when, you get, when, you, when, you, when the second temple fell, then you guys fought back. You guys fought back to keep the second temple from falling, but eventually you had to be banished. Where did you get banished to? You fell back into North Africa. Some of you guys didn't, and some of you guys went into Europe. Some of you guys went into Central Asia. And this is how, how else would Judaism be transformed? How else would Judaism get to the king of Khazaria? How else would his whole kingdom convert to, the, to, to becoming Jews? Attila the Hun and a lot of a lot of different Catholic priests, monks, and the, and, the, and the Catholic Church and the Vikings and the people who lived in Russia before all of this happened, they admitted that you guys converted to Judaism. And when you look at the when you look at the Sephardic Jews, Sephardic Jews claim to be the oldest Jews and we was there on the first temple, second temple, whatever you want to call it. But it's, it's interesting that even though the Hebrew Israelites have so much Hamitic blood in them from mixing with the Canaanites for over a thousand years, from mixing with the Kushites, with Moses the poor, from mixing with, with the Egyptians. You still, the Ashkenazi do, do not have a trace of Hemitic blood from your mother or from your father that we can find, period. And that's a problem. That means that we can't trace your DNA and your migration back to Northeast Africa or Israel. Your DNA is basically traced, like I said, to Europe and Central Asia from where you came from. So you're a Gentile. you got to accept that. But that doesn't mean that we can't we can't we can't follow the Torah. We can't worship the Messiah and the and the Savior and New Testament, Old Testament. Even though y'all don't do that, but I'm just saying that we have to be clear. on when we teach the real history or the who the bloodline children of Israel, because we know at the end of the day, Gog and Magog is not going to regather the tribes, the children of Israel, Judah is going to regather the tribes,
9: mm.
10: not Gog and Magog. All
9: right. Like we can't. Hey, Harry, we can't hear you. Did you hit? A... I guess he's I, giving up. No, I don't know. no, he he got to fix his mic or something. But go ahead, keep keep talking.
10: Yeah, so you know, I mean, <laughs> the big problem is they don't want to never address history and critical thinking and logic. You know, you can't say that that King Solomon. Uh, was boxwood? What color is boxwood? You know, is it green? What color is it? You know, was was you can't say uh, Adam and and all these different colors. You know, there's no people on the planet Earth that's walking around that are the same color as, as Clifford the Red Dog or the Kool-Aid Man. There is not red people walking around the planet Earth. If you want yeah. to say that that Adam or Ruddy means red, and so the problem is they 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 fail to remember that they know that the sons of Ham were black people. They repeat. I mean, even go to Africa, see this. I mean, all the idolatry worship, all the ancient historical uh, evidence, all the traditions and customs, All the language points to the fact there's people in Africa today that are descendants of the ancient Egyptians, descendants of the Nubian Kushites, descendants of the Canaanites, descendants of the Libyan Putites over in North Africa, like with the Tuareg people and the Fulani people and Dogon people. But yet the Ashkenazi Jews, supposedly, if they're real Jews that that mixed with the Egyptians and the the Canaanites and the Kushites for so many years, you would think that they would have some of this genetic evidence in their bloodline, but they do not. And if they trace themselves back to the first temple, then they should still be able to read and write Paleo-Hebrew. Yeah. Hey, if they, I kept, thought, uh, they kept every Shabbat, then why did they start yeah. speaking a German-A-Slavic-Turkish language?
9: Hey, uh, Harry, check, uh, if you got a Windows computer, check that the mic. <laughs> oh, wait, I heard you a little bit. Can you hear me now? There you go. Okay, Okay. and my
8: ear thing was a little battery. Listen, I just want to say, you know, quickly, talking about, like, if I want to be a Gentile, I could join his religion, you know. But, like, listen, you know, the whole Stockholm Syndrome thing, uh, you know, the people of Spain, they were stretched across and torture so they could uh, worship to the cross in and, and this, you know, Latin doctrine called the New Testament, you know, so that's, that, that's where I draw the line, I'm not interested in, you know, we, we suffered for thousands of years to the sword of Christianity, so we're not about to be like, all right, you know what, actually, we're into this whole thing, so we're going to draw the line there, but the way I look at it is religion shouldn't even have to do with this, if you think there's evil in the world, like these war machines and these, uh, you know, <laughs> conspiracies with the money, I, I'm down with you on some of these conspiracies, we as humans should be conspiring together
10: well, okay, of how we think about money. Well, who controls the money of this world? Who controls the money of this world? Who controls the yeah. mass media? Who controls the money? You, you, already, said this in, you already said this in New Jersey. Wait, 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 wait. Rabbi, Rabbi, yeah, Rabbi yeah,
9: Rosenberg's
8: defense.
9: Okay, go
8: ahead. Go ahead. He wants, he, wants, he wants to say it's the Jews. I want to say it's certain families that came from Jews okay. who put their allegiance. Who put their allegiance towards something that has nothing to do with the Torah, and we can consider these families to be wicked families who deserve the punishment for doing evil crimes against humanity. Well, so right, you, but,
10: but, but, but Harry, you're not, you're, Harry, you're, you're not going to speak, you're not going to speak out against the Rothschilds. If you say that they are wicked families and they they control all the money, you know this. You're not, gonna, you're not going to be physically, publicly speak out against the Rothschilds, knowing that they're the ones that help fund, the ones that help create the state of Israel. I mean, the Israeli there's, there's supreme, the Israeli supreme
9: yeah, has their name
10: on the side of the building. Let so him you know, him you're, I, not call, you're not going to call out people you say are wicked, <laughs> evil families. They're your brothers. Come on now, Harry. Come on, please, Harry. You you know.
2: on network on brother Seth brother John had to exit
4: Uh, brother John's right here
2: (laughs) I thought you said you you had to go brother Uh, my bad my bad okay well I'm glad you're with us no no okay I'm gonna turn it over to you moderator do your thing
4: well no I just wanted you to finish that up uh, brother Seth you can go ahead and just freestyle the last bit of um, of uh, dialogue or I should say uh, just whatever you felt
1: Yes,
2: thank you. Uh, there was one more clip, but it's more like they're saying goodbye and all that. So it's half and half. That, that was a medium, a last media. Um, again, if you want a, um, more... Um meet. (laughs) Uh, You want to get uh, that in in its entirety. to remember the name of that audio or video rather. It is a video. You can see Rabbi Harry Rosenberg, facial expressions as well as uh, Brother Ron Dalton. You can see and sometimes body language will will tell you more than what people are saying. And I promise you and all due respect to the Rabbi he's in trouble, folks. And like Brother John said, I think he's in over his head. He's a good brother, though. You know, Harry Rosenberg is one of the I, I don't believe in a race based on color, but uh one of the our brothers out there with white skinned that actually acknowledge uh, uh globally uh these twelve tribes that's been scattered and he literally most of the people he acknowledge as Israelites is dark skinned. He's the one that says the biggest, the largest amount of Jews is in is the Igbo tribe, forty million strong. You know, for for a person to say that, that's pretty good. Now is he if, honest as he sounds I don't know because again like LSU was saying they wasn't acknowledging none of this before but all of a sudden this tsunami of revelation that the father is behind is I think he's putting it out there to to a degree but they have to acknowledge the truth and some of them trying to make money off of it and they you know it's like if they can't beat them join them so I think that's what's probably behind what he's doing but I'm not sure I'm I'm not the father I can't judge but again you don't have to do it and he does acknowledge Israelites. And the first gentleman we had on our show, which was Doctor, uh, I mean Doctor Michael Brown. Remember, he was giving the 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 the, the, the so-called African American Israelites a hard time till he met this guy. So you have to just you know sometimes acknowledge. Uh, truth wherever it is uh, like the like to say some people preach gospel for gain, some preach gospel for this some preach the gospel for that but at least the gospel is preached so just know that. I, I'm not necessarily a fan of his. I do think he's a brother and, but I do acknowledge the, the importance of the work he's doing because a lot of our people, brothers and sisters and I'm going to make this quick a lot of our brothers and sisters it's very simple a lot of our brothers and sisters they won't hear Brother Seth. They only were here Rabbi Harry Rosenberg. So we have to play these types of clips and let everybody see just how unprepared he was against a brother who was at the time a little bit aggressive, but again, look at the heart. Go research what you've heard, folks, and really quickly. Since this is my last rebuttal to this, list, Brother John was saying, I'll say this on my last comment. Again, some of you are saying, I can hear you. So what? What does it matter? It matters a lot. Because the Father, if you be Israelites scattered to the four corners, they don't know who they are, and they're living out these prophecies, these curses, because Moses said, after I die, y'all are going to be a rebellious nation. So Moses is telling you right there there, look for the curses. Don't look for the blessings to be on Israel because they're going to be a disobedient nation. Now, again, individually, if you're obedient to the Father and you're following His walk or His spirit daily, you're taking up your cross and you're following Him. Again, I don't believe no curse is going to come to you and yours, but you will grieve and you will be touching relatives and and, and coworkers and neighbors, and even uh, uh, you're going to see people that's going through it, African Americans. You're going to grieve for your nation. And if you to know with a lost tribe, listen to me across the waters again saying truth. You're going to grieve for your nation if you don't know who you are. So don't say this doesn't matter. You need to know why you're going through what you're going through and how much the Father loves you. He hasn't forgot about you. And you are the most documented people of the Bible. You are the first family of the Bible. History, the stock market, every anything of significance on this planet has a relationship with the lost tribes of Israel. The darkness of them, the, the the ignorance of them, the blindness of them is what's spinning a lot of the economic centers. Because like African Americans in America, our ignorance means one point two trillion dollars in their hands. When we break up that's one point two trillion dollars out of their hands. So don't tell me it's not important that you know who you are. Furthermore, the world doesn't make sense. It's gonna contradict itself. Same thing things supposed to happen to Israel. Now and in the future, if you're looking at the wrong people, you're gonna be off. What well, prophecy is concerned, does that make any, Is that important that you be on time? That you know the season when the Messiah is to return. A remnant of you might decide you want to return to the land. We've been called out of our captivity. The scripture says, "Come out of my, heard my people. Come out of her, my people." I believe all of us, at some point, supposed to leave land. these lands we're in. Scripture says only a remnant is going to. So. That could literally mean you're yours at some point. Moving that way, when the heat is turned up, it's going to make more sense to leave. And another reason it's important uh, is because we are worshiping white people, even if those of us that hate them. We think they did all this stuff to us. We think they're super powerful, super, and white people are arrogant because they think they did it. They're arrogant, thinking they're superior we think we're less than by and that we're inferior. It creates a core and I call it white right supremacy. One side we're superior and we say they're superior. We say they're superior more equal. They're more evil, they're more this. No they're not. The Father just came against you seven times more than he will the next person. According to Leviticus twenty six. He had to do it to somebody, whoever you do it to they're gonna look like they are super evil. But remember, he said you're gonna have it harder before white folks was even formed as a nation, this is why I don't give no glory to the white man. In terms of him being our yes, he's our oppressor. Yes, we're in the land of our, of our captivity. I understand all that, but in terms of what brought us here, I don't give him that power. It was the Most High and our foreparents' rebellion. So there's just a few reasons why it's important. For more reasons why it's important, Google "Pharisees on Blog Talk Radio in Hebrew" and you'll hear me go into it. But John, back in your hands. Brother John, back in your hands. Okay, I don't know what's going, on, Brother John. Pastor Chris, are you there? Yes, sir. Okay, go right here, brother. Your response to that, uh, that clip.
6: Well, the same thing. You know, um, it seems like the rabbi couldn't deal with facts or answer questions. And you know, the truth stands on its own. You know, if I say the sky is blue, you know, I can, I can give you evidence and tell you to go outside and look up and see what you see. But uh, you know, the fact the rabbi kind of skirted around many of the hard questions that you know that he really didn't have an answer that would betray, you know, what, what he, what he's uh, saying. So let, let me just say, this was a good show tonight, brother Seth. I don't want to talk all night. We've done a lot of talking. It was a good show and I hope people, Kind of picked up on on those those video those uh, audio clips because they were excellent. And thank you yeah. for having me, on yeah.
2: Well, it's always good to have you on, brother. I'm sure we're coming to you next. It's good to have you on always. You always bring some. Uh, you look quiet tonight, but you 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 still fire away just like you normally do. The things that you would said, I hope people took it to heart because you are one of those pastors that are really for our people. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Thank you. All right, and, and, and the last response we have is pass is uh Brother Ella Shear. Uh your line is now open. Go ahead with your final comments on uh, what you heard tonight. Quickly, quickly.
1: Well, uh
7: as as uh Pastor Chris said, good show. Uh very informative. I like when people are able to learn and they can take information again. They can even just take it beyond that. And so I would like to say my mother closed the comments. Which, which clarifies what took place with those clips and what was, time, and what was actually what that was about. And that's what this comes out of Psalm 83, 1. Speaking about Israel, it says, Keep not thou silence, O Elohim, hold not thou peace, and be not still, O Elohim. For thine enemies make atonement, and they that hate thee have lifted up their heads. They have taken crafty counsel against our people and consulted against our hidden ones. They have come and let us and said, let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are a considerate against thee. And it lists all of these people. And so what we have to understand is that what's taking place and what was the subject of that debate is what this scripture has seen, is that we have a people who have stolen an identity. They have invested time money, and resources. Uh, yeah. As a gentlemen. I think you attack the, Rock, the Rothschilds and the uh, Rockefellers about being the greedy people when they are the very people who paid for Palestine and purchased that land from the Ottoman and from the British Empire. So, again, it's right there in the scripture, you all. It's in the scripture. They're trying to hide our identity. They don't want the world to know the truth, but the cat is out the bag. The gig is up. Yeah, Y'all have a good is. night. I Seth, thank you for indulging me.
2: Yes, and Ellis thank you for uh, uh, contributing to the show tonight. Always good to hear from you. Okay, folks, this is brother Ellis Ellison all the way, Ellis Ellison is right uh all the way from Fort Worth, Texas. Again, you're from Pastor Christian Fort Worth and Brother John. All three in Fort Worth. So this is a Texas, all Texas. Um, uh, co-host panel It's been a while Since we had that Brother John Fell off I think he had Something to do Or something um, Can't get him a response, So I think uh, Something was going On this call But listen folks Let me just sort of t- Say this again One more time Before we close Up this show um, I love every Single one of you And there's nothing You can do about it I mean that This show is a love show I know we hit the Jews We're hard and heavy But go, go search it out And see if these things Be true Do it I mean again this has to do with your salvation. Even as Gentiles, your understanding of the Bible. your understanding of the Most High. My, my, my. I can go on and on with that. Anyway, good night. Next week, it'll probably be a completely different topic. Stay tuned.
13: Restoration has finally come.
1: Yes,
2: it has. Wait a minute. Y'all
13: going to have to move on this one. Let me hear some hand clapping. We're getting ready to go home. His rights at the limit All the evil he had done Just when he returned His father received him home Gave him a ring of gold Put him on the road killed the bad he Gave him something he'd never ever and Weston, my soul And I'm fine I've been restored I'm gonna say it again I said I'm Weston, my soul I'm fine